welcome, welcome to Game of the Generation, brought to you by Rapid Reviews Radio. Uh, I am joined by several guests today, which I'm pleased to present. Um, our first one is Brian. Hello. And joined once again by Brent. Bueno. <laughs> always my uh, Star Wars co-host, Pete Beckett. Bonjour. And I am your co-host, Kylie Wilde, and we are going to bust right into this because off mic, I have been very unfocused and I wasted everyone's time. <laughs> Two hours. Wait, this now, is what happens. Really two hours? Yes. See what happens? I'm like a time sink. I'm time dilation. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll rush right through. We did so great last week. We'll try and do the same thing again. Uh, we'll let Pete go ahead and introduce our games that are on the list. Um, these games were chosen randomly and in no particular order. Um, okay. They were chosen by all of the guests and Pete and myself. Yes, so this is Game of the Generation, so this is uh, encompassing the 8th generation, which is the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, uh, the Wii U, and the Switch. So uh, the choice is in no particular order, and I'm going to go by each person, so Kylie's choices this time around. Uh, I must preface this by saying we allowed remakes, remasters, rebrandings, whatever, we didn't care. So uh, that will start us off with The Last of Us Remastered. Uh, Goat Simulator, Red Dead Redemption 2, and God of War, the 2018 reboot. Uh, Brian's choices were Animal Crossing New Horizons, which was our game of the year for 2020, um, Overwatch, Hades, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. My choices were, in no particular order, and in no surprises whatsoever, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Undertale, which was our game of the decade, from last year um, Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe they're one package technically uh, Brent's choices were Warframe Near Automata or Automata whatever you want to pronounce it as Fortnite and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Excellent so pretty good roundabout just full round all rounder list of games spanning Quite a while. Um, seven years. Seven years. Crud. Uh, I, I didn't realize that I picked two games that were in the same year, but I can't help it. They are my my choices. Oh, well, RDR2 and God of War. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it until you were reading it. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> nah. Um, all right, so we are going to jump right into it. And if you remember the uh, format from last week, uh, Pete will be timing everyone uh they will get 90 seconds yes right 90 seconds to present their choices and that's and only in round will... one though yes that yes uh let me preface that by saying it's round one um in which we will uh then discuss as a group um and then make our decision as a group because that's what we do here uh, yeah. so we will get started with overwatch which Brian will be defending. Oh, Brian, are you defending against yourself? It looks like it. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Oh, gosh. We've oh, got dear. a couple of these in the first round. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Okay, so Brian will be defending against himself. He's got Overwatch versus Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, so <laughs> uh, Brian, you're, for Overwatch, your time, your 90 seconds starts 
now. Alrighty. So Overwatch to me like was a huge game that brought esports up to the mainstream. Um, I've also put in countless hours in playing that game, and I joined my college's esports team to play Overwatch, and it's just been such a. It, everybody says it's a dead game now, but I, I really don't think so because you still have the Overwatch League that before the shutdown, you know, the global pandemic was one of the one of the larger esports tournaments going on. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, Overwatch was pretty big in that respect as far as putting esports on the mainstream. Um, I still enjoy playing it now, uh, every now and then, and um, you know, it's it's kind of stale in the. What am I trying to say? It plateaued, and then they announced Overwatch yeah. 2. So, I don't know. But putting up against Animal Crossing is going to be kind of difficult, because <laughs> <laughs> to me, Animal Crossing is probably going to win. <laughs> so, um, is, that, is that your time for Overwatch? You can choose not yeah, to that, use your 90 seconds. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, right, let me reset, and your time for your 90 seconds for Animal Crossing New Horizon starts now. Yeah. So Animal Crossing came in at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. We had a global pandemic and that a global shutdown and then Animal Crossing came out and it is probably the highest selling game of the year, one of the highest selling games. Pretty sure it broke 50 million. I don't I don't know. Um not but, quite, but we'll go into that. Yeah, yeah, he usually about has those on hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um but you see so many people wanting to escape because they're stuck at home. And even my grandmother and my mother, my cousin, my wife, myself, all play this game. We've all got our own islands. You know, we, we, we all spend hours, you know, hunting and or hunting, fishing and catching bugs. And my cousin built the coolest island. And I, I could talk about this game for hours. And I've played, I put probably over 500 hours into this game. Like, it's, it's so, I don't know, relaxing and therapeutic. It, it's helped me get through, the series itself has helped me get through a lot of, of uh, personal struggles and um you know it's helped my grandma cope with a lot of stuff too and it's just you know i don't know it's just one of one of the best games to come out especially due to the state of the world right now um you even see celebrities sharing their islands now yeah <laughs> i've seen some on twitter that are just absolutely hilarious but yeah so yeah, i think uh, elijah wood shared his so. <laughs> yeah, yeah he did yeah so i mean a- animal crossing is just yeah, you know, I I go through phases where I don't play it because I'm playing That's other things. Time. To view, and I'm done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is a matchup I'm really sure. uh, I'm really excited to discuss. Yeah. Um. Well, because you're excited, Pete, let's start with you. Uh, I know plenty of people who play both games. Both mm-hmm. uh, literally play will play Overwatch or will play it for that for a couple of hours, and then their chaser game is literally to play Animal Crossing. So mm. it's. They are very two different games on very different spectrums. Um, yeah. One is very relaxing, and one is very um, uh, uh, yeah. bombastic. Let's say. Yes. Yeah. Um, I whilst I appreciate uh, what Overwatch did for the esports community, and being a big fan of esports generally myself, I can appreciate the game, but I. I didn't technically really enjoy it that much, but that might be down to me not really enjoying shooters too much. So and you got to play it with friends, honestly. Yeah, I was playing it on my own because I borrowed a copy off of a friend, which made it even worse because mm. I could have played with him, but he yeah. lent me his copy. 
So, um, whereas Animal Crossing, I did get an hour in on it uh, after our Game of the Year discussion last week, and it's already gone back to the person I borrowed it from. <laughs> so I, I didn't oh, enjoy yeah. it personally, but I can understand. It's not for what, everybody. But yeah. Right. Right. I, I, That's no, an acquired taste. I, I yeah. agree with you. I'd never played an Animal Crossing game before, so I, I had to experience it. But it's not my kind of game. Like, I think if I'm going to play a game like that, I'll probably end up just playing Viva Pinata instead. Yeah, I love Viva Pinata. Yeah. But I can understand uh, why both games have good merits. So I'll let someone else go into this before we obviously do our uh, discussions about where to vote. Um, Brent, that leaves you. Where is your stance? Or what are your uh, thoughts? So Sorry. after switching allegiances last week, I yeah. still can't bring myself to not vote for Animal Crossing. So I vote for Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, uh, even though I've played Overwatch, I didn't particularly enjoy it. Probably for the same reasons as Pete. I'm just not really into shooters nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I have not personally played Animal Crossing, the new one. I've played other Animal Crossings, but I've seen plenty of people play them on Twitch, and I've seen, as Kylie mentioned last week, the mm -hmm. smiling faces of all the kids yeah. playing it. So I'm well, gonna stick with Animal Crossing, and that's gonna be that. Yep. Short, sweet, and to the point. Fair um, enough, yeah. I think you explained it quite in quite a lot of detail last week, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't, dear listeners, if you haven't caught last week's show, and you should have, uh, definitely uh, catch that because we discuss even more games. Um, it's all right. Particularly... I'm going to do a Nintendo and take it off on the 31st of March 2021. Oh, gosh, there you go. <laughs> um, limited edition. Uh, so for myself, Self, uh, I'll try to also be quite brief. Um, Overwatch was my favorite game for a very long time. Um, I am a, uh, I love FPSs and all that good stuff, and I enjoyed the challenge and the multiplayer, and I absolutely adored the Overwatch League. Um, just the Blizzard used to throw, I mean, I haven't seen them lately, but they used to have like these, they were just massive. The studio was full of people and the lights and it was just amazing, you know, watching the Over Overwatch League and it really did bring esports to the forefront, which I do wholeheartedly support. Um, having said that, it kind of lost its luster for me when Blizzard started kind of being jerkwads <laughs> yeah to put it lightly same here yeah and i haven't touched it since mm. now that is probably not a reflection on the the game itself but unfortunately it was kind of tied together in my mind um and as far as animal crossing goes i put forth a huge argument last week that i'm not going to reiterate here because i still stand by it yeah um so, of course, and we're not officially voting yet, but... Uh, we all know I mean, how you're voting. Yeah, it's going to be Animal Crossing. Okay. I have a quick <laughs> question on this one for people who sure. have played Overwatch. Um, do you think, and I think um, uh, I think it was mentioned, obviously, in your discussion, Brian, do you think that Overwatch 2 really killed Overwatch? I honestly could see it because people will be like, okay, it's coming out, so I'm just going to wait. I mean, or, it was announced like 
right. over a year ago at this point. Yeah. Right? And we have heard nothing since. Nothing. Then. Yeah. Nothing at all. And so like everyone's just like in limbo with Overwatch, yeah. and then like they launched the Overwatch League to try and keep the interest, but at the same time, like, you know, even personally me, I barely play it now. You know, I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I joined this... it. Oh, go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I've heard a lot of people who've dropped off of this after a certain amount of time. They just yeah. I, I they're don't thinking, know they... well, they're going to change things with Overwatch Two, and you know why? Why bother keeping this up? You know, because you're just going to buy Overwatch Two when it comes out. But yeah. <laughs> I, I get that. It's a it's a very similar principle to what it is in the FGC with like a Street Fighter or a Tekken game or something like that. Once you know a new game is on the horizon, it sort of kills the community of the older one. Yeah, so I could I could definitely see that point, you know. Well, um, then let's take a vote. Uh, Brian, do you have a a vote? I do, and it's Animal Crossing. Nice. Okay. Uh, Pete. This is a hard one for me. Yeah. But I, my voting is going to go by something that I didn't mention in my uh, in the lead up to this, obviously. Was the How cast of characters, ah, right. uh, and Overwatch takes it for that because the cast of it characters does. are fantastic. Also, they are. those animations yeah. that they released for, <laughs> oh, oh those my are god, they are fantastic. Oh, and it got me, that's what got me interested in actually wanting yeah. to play the game. So, I would watch a full-length feature film with some of those. Oh, I, I would as well. Yeah, I wish they would. <laughs> yeah, so my vote goes to Overwatch. It'll probably be a Netflix show at some point. Eventually, oh, I'd, I'd I think be on so. Board. Um, Brent, what about you? Animal Crossing. Obviously. Yep. And then obviously mine's going to be Animal Crossing. So not really a surprise. I know. I had to get the obligatory vote in for Overwatch. Pete gave Overwatch a good vote for a good reason, because I do agree. The cast of characters are fabulous. Uh, Lots of cosplay opportunities there and great voice acting as well. I honestly would love to see you cosplaying Winston. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to go with the obvious choices. Yeah. Great. I'll get my gorilla suit on. Um, I do like Winston. Uh, but we will move quickly on uh, as Overwatch versus Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing wins and moves into the semifinal slot. Uh, wait, are we calling it quarterfinals? Uh, quarterfinals, because okay. we've got 16 games this time. I'm not good at fractions. <laughs> I know, but it's on your uh, it's on your document. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, okay, so we move into Every time. Pete's uh, choice, which is Mario Kart uh, with Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Yeah. And is yeah, Brent with Fork Knife. Um. Uh, that's Fortnite to everybody else who's not in tune to Kylie's stupidity. Yes, that should be everyone. Everyone's in tune with my my stupid sheep. Okay. <laughs> right. Peter, are you going to time yourself? I am, yeah. So okay. my time is going to start now. I mean, what can you say about Mario Kart? Mario Kart is like the epitome of Nintendo franchises, and Mario Kart 8 and, and its counterpart, Deluxe, just raised the bar for what was a failing console in the Wii U. It sold gangbusters... Uh, the gameplay is always fun on Mario Kart. Whatever game you're playing, it's always fun. Uh, the cast of characters is absolutely incredible, apart from Pink Gold Peach. She can go die for all I care. Um, <laughs> if you haven't realised, I do I, I do put negative comments in there as well, because I want to make this balance. But uh, 
in terms of Mario Kart 8 across Wii U and Switch, I must have put in at least four to five hundred hours into this into this game, and it is one of my most played games on Switch. Um, when they finally introduced double items on Deluxe, it was the godsend that it absolutely needed because holding items is an actual key part of mm-hmm. uh, of the Mario Kart franchise. They this is the weird situation with Nintendo because once again they've absolutely killed it with the the net play on this game. Um, it runs incredibly well on there, but I think. For me, one of the greatest things about this was actually Nintendo doing DLC correctly with the two packs that they had on the Wii U for a very, very fair price. It came with a lot of content and it kept the game going for a long, long time, and that's my time. Excellent. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, Brent will be defending Fortnite, which I want to call Fortnite Forever. Um, uh, I know, because I'm now in the, in the mode of wanting to call it that too. Yeah, it Thanks. just gets in your head and it sticks there. All right, Pete, you set up the time and then print and Brit, it will be your time to defend. Okay. Your time starts now. All right, so Fortnite has had amazing reach just outside the game. They've had so many uh, Twitch streamers become mainstream, being on like news talk shows and stuff there's kids that do Fortnite dances in pe class now <laughs> yeah you can't deny that also Fortnite is actually two different games nobody really plays the first one the save the world mode the cooperative <laughs> mode but mm-hmm. it is actually a fairly good game that kind of melds together the building aspects of like mm-hmm. and craft with shooter aspects that Epic Games is kind of known for. Um, So it does feel like a really interesting game. It was kind of held back by the fact that they've released a free-to-play Battle Royale game that just exploded in popularity. Um, But it actually had loot boxes before the big fiasco with Battlefront 2, and they fixed it in a way that no one else has really done. Instead of having like drop rates posted like everyone else did, they just turned them into x-rays so you can actually see what you're getting before you buy it. Oh, okay. And then, of course, the Battle Royale side has kind of spawned an entire subgenre of shooter games. Mm-hmm. Everybody now has to have a Battle Royale game in there mm-hmm. in these shooter games, uh, most of them being free-to-play in some way or another. And that's time. Uh, All right. Um, Brian, uh, what are your thoughts on both of these games? Well, you can't argue how you know popular Fortnite got. I remember my first year teaching, all the kids, even the weird popular girls, were playing Fortnite on their phone. <laughs> That's just weird to me. That is it weird. It was so weird. <laughs> and, and I was like, are y'all playing? What are you playing? Fortnite? I'm like, um, okay, uh, why? <laughs> um, I am not good at Fortnite. I've tried. I will land, and then I'll get sniped immediately, so I oh, just yeah. turn the game off. Yeah. But... Yep. As far as its global popularity, man, you can't argue that. But with Mario Kart, as as Pete was saying, it is still one of the best. It's actually still one of the top-selling games now because people get new systems coupled with Mario Kart. It's so, now hit nearly yeah, it's, 30 It's always at the copies. top of the eShop list. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, right. I'm a Nintendo fanboy, so my heart is always going to be Nintendo. Yay! Oh, you're, coming on more, you're coming on more in the future. I, <laughs> I like was going to say, that's what Pete needs. <laughs> I need defense. Uh, yep. Um, 
Uh, okay, well, uh, and then as far as myself, uh, again, short, quick, to the point. Um, uh, Fortnite, I, I played when it very first <laughs> dropped. <laughs> I loved it, and then a bunch of 12-year-olds started playing it, and I didn't like it anymore. And then they put Deadpool in it, and then they put Master Chief in it, and then That's I decided... The <laughs> um, I decided that I don't like Fortnite anymore. Um, but that's not a discussion of Kratos being in Fortnite. Kratos, that was the yeah, other one. Especially oh, on gosh. the Switch. Yeah, and they gave him the dance and oh no. I, <laughs> once that started happening, I mean, you know, more power to them for branching out and, and, and introducing characters to the next generation coming up and all that good stuff. It just was too cringy for me. Um, Whereas Mario Kart, just in general, has always been, um, y- you know, the game you play when your friends are together. Mario Party, Mario Kart. Um, in fact, I said this uh, last year. Uh, I went on a date with a guy and all we did was play Mario Kart. And it was great. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It, it was great. I love it. I wish that would happen more often. And uh, so I, uh, I leaned towards... Mario Kart on this one. Okay. Um, so that means it's time for our official votes. Sure. Pete, where are you at? Um, I'm going to preface this by saying that this was the game that on the Wii U I had to convince my partner to get a, <laughs> so that I could buy a Wii U and went, look, oh, Mario Kart 8, look at how awesome this is. And she went, actually, that does look awesome. So yeah. Mario Kart 8 for me. Excellent. Uh, okay, Brent, what about you? Uh, I am going to have to stick with the multi, pure multi-platformness of Fortnite. <laughs> the fact that yep. you can play it on almost any device, and the fact that you had to buy a Wii U just to play <laughs> your Mario Kart, I, I feel I like... I didn't have to buy a Wii U, I wanted to buy one, <laughs> and that was a bad choice. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to stick with Fortnite, and, and maybe I'm an outlier because I did play the... <laughs> save the world mode and actually yeah no i i enjoyed it as well um you're not wrong with that that's what got me started playing fortnite was the save the world mode i never did but i i just started playing the uh the battle royale mode with friends and that was actually when it was fun about like a month after the game came out yeah yeah because it was about three months after it dropped that uh all the 12 year olds invaded yeah and they started flossing God, I've actually been to weddings where kids have like been oh. doing those dances, and I've walked away because I'm like, oh god, I want to kill someone. Oh my gosh! And the orange Julius, it's just like, gosh, <laughs> you go to the club and you see all these guys, and they're doing the orange Julius, and I'm like, really, guys? Like, like who are you trying to impress at this point? Uh, I know, but if I see someone flossing IRL ever again, then I'm gonna kick oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, Brent is staying true to his uh, his multi-platform stance, which I have to respect. I, I uh, do. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what about you? First of all, I love my Wii U. And <laughs> no, I, 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 that was a joke. It was a joke. I loved my Wii U when yeah, it was actually operational. I will say that. Yeah. I will always defend my Wii U. I know it's not the best, but it's just he needs some love. It's an underrated so, console, I'll be I honest. I was going to say, I do think it's <laughs> underrated, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've still got Ocarina of Time on it, so I mean, there's that. Amazing. Um, 
Um, my vote's for Mario Kart. All right. Um, and then uh, for me, God, I kind of want to push it, but I'm not going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to get through. Yes, um, I've had a lot more fun playing Mario Kart than I did Fortnite. Um, my, I feel like my Fortnite fun was cut short through no through my choice um, because I'm not I'm just not good with other humans. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Mario Kart gets my vote, which means that Mario Kart versus Fortnite Mario Kart Eight Deluxe passes into the quarterfinals. Um, so that moves us to, oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> Kylie arguing against Kylie. That sounds normal to me. Well, that part's normal. Yeah. But it's two games that I actually like very much. Good luck. Um, yeah. You're going to need it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will await my time. Yeah, do you want to do you want to say the first game that you're talking about? Then? Yeah, I guess I should tell the audience. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yes, I will be arguing God of War versus me arguing for The Last of Us Remastered. So wish me. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Your time, time starts oh. now. All right. God of War is awesome. Not much more needs to be said. It is. Graphically amazing. Even two years later, it is stunning. Uh, it is written so well. And then um, voice acting, so on par. The uh, gameplay is fun. The um, the fighting is actually fun. Um, and we get to see, with God of War, this, this new iteration, we got to see a more human side to Kratos, which is ironic but um also i have an affinity and this will come up in the last of us as well um I, i've mentioned before on the show that i didn't i wasn't raised with a father and father figures so i'm always kind of identifying with kids who are just met their dads you know or uh, don't have a dad and you know relate to a father figure and that type of thing um so the relationship between boy and kratos is I love it. It just makes my heart go pitter-patter. Uh, especially when he calls him son at the end. <laughs> Spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You've had two years. It's fine. Yeah. That's not... Yeah, that's not a spoiler at this point. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so that's God of War. Okay. So, uh, let me reset the timer. Maybe, you had, like, four seconds left anyway when you yeah, said that. Yeah, I, I, I felt like it was... <laughs> Okay, so you, so your time for The Last of Us starts okay. now. The Last of Us, on the other hand, also strong story, absolutely strong voice acting. Uh, one of the first motion capture uh, games, and of course this is the remastered version, so it looks even better. Um, I identified so strong, strongly with Ellie at the time. Um, she was absolutely, she's a few years younger than me and it felt like watching younger me come growing up or, you know, relating to Joel and, 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 uh, the whole protecting and I don't know, I loved that. And then also it was a very, 
progressive game for its time because it had a scene very close to the beginning, and this is not a spoiler, um, where you find out that one of the characters is gay, um, which now seems like not a big deal. That's okay. That's life. But at the time, that was huge. You didn't have, you know, just right there in your face. And I always applauded them for that because the DLC that followed was then exploring Ellie's, also her sexuality, which the idea of reaching or achieving, you know, puberty and sexuality through post-apocalyptic times was just fascinating to me from a story point of view. Um, and it's still, there's so many layers to it and it's just so well done. Downside Last is, time. okay. All right. We will start with Brent on this one. Uh, well, the multi-platform thing won't work on I this have one. Played, <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I have played other God of War games, but I have not played the reboot. Um, right. I feel like, as a whole, the God of War series takes a lot of liberties with the mythology <laughs> that they're working with, yes. and I'm not so sure I can get behind that. <laughs> um, Last of Us, I have also not played, but I have wanted to play. Mm-hmm. It has been a title that has prompted me to consider getting a PlayStation to play. So I feel like I have to give my vote towards that. Just just for that reason that I've played other God of War games. I kinda know what that one's like. Last of Us I actually want to play. I hear the accessibility is pretty good too. So Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um I have to say they're good about that. Um all right. Well, uh, Brian, we'll move on to you. What are your thoughts on the? I really, uh, I really resonated with your point about the father figure thing because I mm-hmm. also didn't grow up with a father. Oh, right, and, right. And that is why I fell in love with God of War so much mm-hmm. and The Last of Us because I played both all the <laughs> yes. way through. I played both all the way through, and both of them had me from start to finish. You know, both of them had me crying. Both of them mm-hmm. had me. I mean, they're just so good. This is a very hard decision. It's very um, tough. You know, my, my wife enjoyed watching me play God of War, but she doesn't like zombies, so we didn't really... She didn't watch me play ah. The Last of Us. But, you know, the, the opening moments of The Last of Us, the very first time I played it, I remember just getting chills and actually tearing up a little bit. Like, yeah, it was just so powerful. But, um... I don't know. I've got to think about this. Okay, it's <laughs> fine. This, is a tough, this honestly is a tough choice. Yeah. So... Well, Pete, we'll let you discuss next. Okay, whilst I haven't played The Last of Us Remastered... Everything about the game, barring the shooting, um, yeah. appeals to me. It's a very narrative-driven game. You know, a very good, strong story about you know human resistance during a uh, dur- during a, an outbreak and essentially an end-of-the-world apocalyptic moment for the whole human race. Um, I like the fact that you know Joel and Ellie are played so well by each respective actor and actress. You know, mm-hmm. and the motion capture. I mean, how can you argue with a game with a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool moment. That, yeah, that exactly. It's a very cool moment. But, it really is. Oh, gosh. But the thing is, is that God of War was my first experience of a, a God of War game. Mm-hmm. And my God, did it blow me away. Like, the game was tough, but it wasn't unfair. It was, yeah. it, it was so expertly written, performed... Um, each boss encounter was unique to a certain degree. Um, and I just, like you said, with the whole uh, where he calls him son at the end, I was, I was, oh. I was choking. I was like, yep. whilst I did grow up, obviously, with dad around, like it was still enough to me to go, 
I kind of had these experiences in some respects. Yeah. So I, I definitely resonated with Atreyu in some ways. But it's like, this whole story was just intense. And it was very funny at times as well, which made it mm-hmm. un- unbelievable. You know? So I'm not so torn on this one. My vote is for God of War. Excellent. Oh, that means it comes to me to make my decision as well. That is really not fair. (laughs) (laughs) No, two of your games Uh, against each other is not fair at all. And they're two strong games. That's the thing. It's not even just Uh, that. They're two very strong narrative-driven games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they're... Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, Also, both PlayStation exclusives and... Oh, um... God, this one is definitely tough for me, but I want to keep things moving, so I'm going to talk myself into this. Okay, so God of War cons is kind of echoing uh, what Brent said, which was it is unrealistic, absolutely. This one is yeah. set in in the more Viking uh, mythos uh, sphere, um, which I think they actually did quite well on, but they do take liberties. Um, of course. Especially, yeah, uh, with the, the, what is he called? The trickster or whatever the, the guy's name is called. Um, oh, what, the boss that you fight at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. The stranger, I'm I about, think it's called. Is that what they call him at first? Okay. Um, yeah, that is spoiler that I won't reveal. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that first fight with him is utterly intense. Oh, I've never experienced anything like that god it's hard to do this without spoilers um it took me by surprise put it that way mm. uh the last of us ripped my heart out which is good yeah i don't normally have a heart so the fact that it was able to find it and rip it out was good uh, <laughs> um the downside the cons to the last of us is kind of what Peter said and what i have said many times on the show which is the shooting mechanics are awful they're yep. just awful um they're terrible. Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, they're both great games, and this is not to take away from one or the other. It's I have to make a choice. We have to keep moving, uh, and then we'll ask Brian his choice. Um, but I am going to vote for God of War. Yeah. So how so many Brian, does that sit at at the moment? Is that two votes? That's two votes. Okay. So. Brian can either force a tie or move God of War up. Yeah. My my vote is boy. Yes. God of War. <laughs> I'm glad we got a good boy in there. Oh, that was very good. That was a good strong boy. Uh, I definitely can't pull off. Boy. Oh, honestly, the amount of times that that just made me laugh throughout the game was just ridiculous. Oh, and when they had the back and forth between him and the kid are just so priceless. They're so good. And then when they had him on the Game Awards, and he's oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Oh, so good. Um, But that is not to take away from The Last of Us Remastered. It is a fabulous game. If you're out there and you're listening and you have not played it, and you like narrative-driven games, yes, you will enjoy that. Um, Get some tissues. Yes, and I'm still waiting for that copy to be sent. Oh, yeah. It's been six months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to send that to Pete. And Pete's already sent me, like, Final Fantasy. <laughs> and your Christmas uh, present. And my Christmas present, which we are going to talk about next week. Yeah. Because um, I'm busting a gut to talk about that. But anyway, 
that means that God of War versus Last of Us Remastered, um, God of War moves into our quarterfinals. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> oh, gosh, don't even tell me. He doesn't listen to this. Oh, oh my gosh. If, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> that moves us into our next set of games, which is, I cannot believe this. There's such a clear winner here. Um This is is completely unfair to Brent because there's just (laughs) just a clear winner. I will be arguing for Goat Simulator, the greatest game ever made. And Brent will be arguing for, uh, I don't know, a little game, a little indie game called Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You might have heard about it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. but yes. Oh anyway. man, that means I have to go first. Okay. It? So yeah, your your t- your goat time starts now. <laughs> goat Simulator is the coolest game ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was the first of, of one of the weirdest things. I think that Goat Simulator led to the creation of Untitled Goose Game. I've always strongly believed that. Um, it is insane it is crazy it takes on all the genres ever out there in video game land and sticks a goat in it there's a goat rpg uh or mmorpg um there is a uh like a dead space version and there's a payday version and which actually has some payday uh costumes in it and (laughs) you run around and you can just knock people over and you can knock things over, and you can fly in outer space, and it's the greatest game ever. <laughs> and it's, you could, you could like stick your tongue on cars, and aliens can visit you, and you can fight goats in a pentagram and become the devil goat, and also you can become the king goat, and all the goats bow down to you. Oh, and you can make dead goats <laughs> fall out of the ceiling. I mean the sky. What the hell? <laughs> You can jump on trampolines and be shot out of a cannon and oh you can oh dead mouse is in it even and you can lick him and get his hat. And, so you mean dead goat? No, he's dead mouse, dead mouse five. And you That's time. Him. Okay. No, that's why that's I said dead goat. Greatest defense ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brent, try and beat that. Ha! Right, uh, that's it. That that's convinced me. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm downloading it now. Oh, right. there you go. Okay, Brent, go up and get. Now you got to defend Zelda against the lat. How are you ever? Right. <laughs> Your time starts now. So, full transparency, this is another game that I have not personally played, but I have watched people play it and I've mm-hmm. played other Zelda games, so I kind of know what it's like. And I really feel like the game accomplished two big things. The first thing was that it really revived the Legend of Zelda series. For a very long time, everybody considered Ocarina of Time the best Zelda game. They'd be wrong, there but were many on. others that came out between then and Breath of the Wild. But it was pretty common consensus Ocarina of Time was best. I feel like that's up for debate now. There are people who will say Breath of the Wild is the best. Uh, and I feel like that really helped revitalize the series as a whole for a new generation of players. I also feel like it really made the system, the Switch, a legitimate system. For a long time, mobile gaming was seen as lesser, not as powerful, couldn't have good games. But then 
Breath of the Wild came out and really proved all that wrong, that you could have a mobile system that plays great games. And I feel like it was kind of the start of seeing these other big games like The Witcher and uh, Doom and these other games coming to Switch. I feel like they wouldn't have even given it a thought to put it on Switch before Breath of the Wild really got hardcore gamers talking about the Switch as a legitimate console. So those two that, things that I feel like really accomplished. Okay. Um, all right, Pete, we'll go with you next. What are your thoughts on these wonderful games? I'm going to refuse to talk about one game. <laughs> oh, poor Zelda. You shouldn't do him like that. <laughs> do him? I meant... Zelda's a chick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hardcore gamer, See? like I don't know. I've never heard of this Zelda. Everybody that just you turned said. Us <laughs> yeah, I know everyone just went. <laughs> yeah, your hardcore gamer pass has now been revoked. That's right. I just think that there. Who's who's ever heard of this Zelda person anyway? So. Hmm. I don't know. Only about Apparently twenty cool. million people who bought the game. <laughs> well, what makes Zelda so cool? He's not great. She. I did that one on purpose. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. I know you did. Yes. No. Tell us about. No. Me. No. I was. Yeah, jo- no, I was joking. I, I will talk no, about Goat I Simulator. To, I do want to assure our audience that I actually do know that. I'm yeah. Just, I love Goat Simulator. Okay. I know. Look, Goat Simulator was a game that I picked up and played for about ten minutes on a mobile platform because that's where I could get it for free. Realised yeah. it wasn't a game for me and just went, no, thank you. Um, I can understand its merits. It's weird. It's wonderful, and it's stupid, and it has a lot of crap in it. But it's you like know. you just described me. <laughs> yes. Whereas. Breath of the Wild is actually a legit game that yeah, could yeah. literally win any year's Game of the Year discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it came out in 2017 right. or 2020. It's, I mean, it took me three attempts to actually love the game, but now I love the game. It's one of, probably one of the best open world experiences I've ever played, and I'm quite notorious for not liking open world games. Um, the, the story alone was, it was subtle, but it did enough to keep you invested within the main quest. Uh, but it's the amount of um, exploration, the varied like landscapes that you can go to all throughout Hyrule that made it very, very interesting across my 40 to 50 hour playthrough of the game. And to be honest, I'm not going to go any other way than Zelda on this one. I think that you are wrong. Uh, <laughs> No, it's called an opinion. My opinion yes, is not I wrong. Know. No, it's not. I'm playing. Your um, opinion's wrong. <laughs> your opinion on Deadpool is wrong. Uh, Brian, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the the wonderful game that is Goat Simulator? And I don't know that I don't know that unknown game. Yeah, Zelda's Zelda, all right. Like, I mean, uh, it's whatever. You know, it's just a, <laughs> yeah, game. yeah, whatever. But the best game of all time is Goat Simulator. Um, but <laughs> I'm actually low-key interested in checking out the stuff you talked about from Goat Simulator. All right. Uh, but that's really it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Um, but Legend of Zelda is it's my favorite series of all time. Sorry, my cat is attacking my Christmas tree. <laughs> um, 
Classic. I had to throw a pillow at it. Um, uh, excellent. Yeah, Zelda is my favorite series of all time because it's one of the game series, one of the series that my mom and I played when I was a kid. Oh, first yeah. game I ever played was oh. Link to the Past. And the first time I what a game I to start with as well. At the age of four, was linked to the past, and my mom. Yeah, called. that was my favorite too. <laughs> you know, Aww. and so we we played Breath of the Wild together for the first time when it dropped, and that first moment, you know, I won't spoil it, but you know, when you wake up, it's been three years, yeah. whatever, and we see the the scenery. It's just like we both just like got chills, <laughs> you know. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And I've put I don't know how many hours into it. I still haven't found all the Koroks. Um, Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> I really don't because I already know what happens, but you know, it's a yeah. lot of work for for a great, amazing reward, kind of like Goat Simulator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, the Zelda series will always have a, a place in my heart forever and ever, and they need to freaking put Ocarina of Time on the Switch already. <laughs> and Majora's Mask, I, yeah. please put I'm Majora's Mask on there too. But all right, uh, yeah. well, let's do our official votes. Uh, Brent, have you been swayed by my arguments? Um, I think Gold Simulator's on Game Pass, so I might download it. Is that a win for you? Yes, it is, actually. I want everyone to try Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) My vote's still Zelda. All right. Peach, what about you? I already said it's Zelda all the way. Yeah, I know. I thought you might change your mind in the two seconds. Uh, No. Unfortunately not. Sorry. (laughs) Brian, have you changed your mind? Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm leaning towards the goat, but the actual goat is Legend of Zelda. So. All right. Well, I'm voting Goat Simulator just on principle because uh, because it is more. I love it, but I do. Again, I actually love Legend of Zelda. Anything having to do with Zelda and Link, um, it's a great game. But I'm still going to vote for Goat Simulator uh, because it's my favorite game. <laughs> but that means that the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild moves into the quarterfinals. And we head straight on into, oh man, I'm arguing again, uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is being argued uh, by Brian, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Yes. And Red Dead Redemption 2 being argued by me. And uh, if you're a listener of this show, you know my thoughts and feels on that. Um, all right, we're going to let Pete set up the time and Brian will defend for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, your time starts now. Alrighty, so Assassin's Creed has always been one of my favorite series, you know, from from back in the 360 days. And uh, I tried playing Origins and got a little bored, but then I picked up Odyssey and I was hooked. My wife and I just we constantly played it. She get off work, and I get off work, and we we just play it for hours and hours and hours. And all the side quests, the scenery, the, the action, you know, it was it was kind of a break away from the traditional Assassin's Creed formula that a lot of people are fans of, but I actually didn't mind it. You know, I liked the combat mechanics, I liked the story. Um, I wasn't a fan of the absolute laundry list chore of side quests, but um, it was a little bit satisfying, but um you know, the main story and everything was, was more gripping than the side quests. I just wasn't a huge fan of the grind and all of that. And they actually fixed some of that with Valhalla from what I've read. I haven't finished Valhalla, but um, the Odyssey is is one of my favorite massively explorable open world games. So, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and end it. Okay. No worries. So, Kylie, your, um, your, your time 
as Arthur Morgan starts now. Well, uh... <laughs> God. Duck, I got a I have said many times uh, that Red Dead Redemption is... Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Um, I love the series. Um, but Arthur Morgan does it for me every time. The motion capture uh, voice acting slash performance capture. That's what he calls it. Um, of what's his name that I always forget when I'm on the show, but yeah, thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, is second to none. I mean, there comes a point in the middle and I, no spoilers, uh, where if you've chosen the, the good path, uh, Arthur has this soliloquy to a nun and you can see the tears in his eyes that was captured like rockstar. Thank you. Oh my gosh. He did, it moved, like, that got me. That just ripped into my heart and, and made me feel things. And it's a video game. It's digital. It's it's bits and bytes and pixels. And there I am, like, he's tearing up, man. <laughs> and, um, uh, it, it, it's To me, that's just a stunning technical achievement. Um, I love the vast open world. Um, I, I, as growing up in the U.S. South, um, there's a lot there that's, it felt familiar because um, we would. Okay. Then let's start with Brent. We will start with Brent on this one. What are your thoughts? So amazingly, I have actually played both of these games. Hey! Because right. <laughs> nice. they're both multi-platform. That's why. So, uh, so my thoughts on Red Dead are that uh, there are two two things in video games that I don't particularly like: uh, Western themes and anything <laughs> made by Rockstar. <laughs> So, Red Dead is Coming out swinging. probably Damn. the worst possible game for me to ever play. Um, though, telling me about some cool points in the story, maybe I'll re-download it and give it a try again. I probably not, but maybe. Go and watch, go and watch <laughs> um, a movie of it on YouTube. Assassin's Creed, uh, as you already mentioned, uh, was a big change from the old formula that I really enjoyed. So I didn't really like the newness <laughs> the more RPG aspects of it, per se, the huge amount of side quests. <laughs> um, but they did give me, uh, what was it, Assassin's Creed 3 remastered for buying the season pass, so that was cool. Maybe I'll vote for them. Nice perk. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, Pete. I already know your thoughts, but go ahead. Interesting enough, I was actually having the discussion on Assassin's Creed with a friend the other day, and we both came to the agreement, and I actually rented the very first game with him and played through it with him. We both agreed that we didn't like the new direction of the uh, the Assassin's Creed series and how they went more open, like much more open world uh, RPG-like games. We preferred the more narrative-driven experience of each individual part. Um... That being said, though, the world itself of Odyssey uh, is incredibly detailed, really well designed. Um, there's some great mechanics in there. Although I haven't played the game, I've watched enough of it to know my fair share. Um, it's not something that interests me that much to go and actually play myself, but I did enjoy watching some Let's Players of it, and they tend to really enjoy those kind of mechanics. Uh, RDR2, 
uh, is the game that I've notoriously tried twice and hated twice. So yeah. uh, I don't know if I can vote for Red Dead Redemption yeah. other than the fact that the performance capture uh, was second to none and the world itself was very well designed, barring some uh, some rock star outdated mission structures, let's say. <laughs> so um, I'll come back to this one because I'm not sure how I'm voting so far. No worries there. Um, yeah, Brian, so were you moved by my argument? (laughs) (laughs) I've completed Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I've started Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and then it just, I don't know, to me, it just drags at the beginning. I know it's one of those things you gotta kind of push through. Yeah. And just kind of force yourself, and I I will play it, because I do own it, and it's also a massive game on your storage. So yes. I've it a couple of times, but, yeah. but, you know, just the fact that I've spent so much time in Odyssey, you know, and yeah, it was a break from the formula and, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I do like the mechanics they chose regardless and just had to kind of put that out of my, my mind and, and play the game for, for sake of the story. But like the voice acting, the music, the setting, the scenery, all of it was just so gorgeous. And that's not to say that Red Dead Redemption 2 doesn't have the same thing that also has phenomenal acting and writing and everything else it's actually a hard decision but i think i'm sticking with mine with my choice fair enough all right um print what what what, where are you voting which way you voting Uh, i would like my vote to be officially read as assassin's creed 3 remastered via (laughs) assassin's creed odyssey (laughs) (laughs) all right so yes assassin's creed with a little uh asterisk by it yes yeah um. All right, Pete. Well, can you cast your vote? Okay. Well. Obvious. Um, yeah. It, uh, you know, usually I kind of like to toy around and be like a surprise ending, but the, the the truth is, okay, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has a lot of good things about it. Um, if I remember correctly, it was a surprise. It was a surprise hit because it kind of yeah. dropped out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. And uh. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. I, I can't deny that. I'm not a big fan of Assassin's Creed as far as gameplay. Although, everyone says, as it's been stated here, if you don't care for the original Assassin's Creed gameplay, jump on Odyssey, because uh, yep. you'll like it. That's uh, part of get people off roofs, so that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The best part uh, of the game. Yes. Uh, but uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, for me, is... Uh, yes, it drags. There's no denying it drags in the beginning um it's just a tutorial for like the first hour it's the only um, and when part I, of the game i liked <laughs> <laughs> when i first played it i was like this can't be it this i cannot have just dropped you know 60 quid on this and i'm just riding a horse in the snow this can't be it so i was getting so yeah i was getting so annoyed by that um but uh, i did push through um and for me, it became more narrative. Now, what I will say is this. If you want to... If you don't want to play Red Dead Redemption 2, and there's nothing wrong with that, um, I do highly encourage to watch the... There's YouTube compilations of just the cutscenes. And you can see Bad Arthur or Good Arthur, um, or I think there's one in the middle. I do encourage you to watch that because their use of music and the writing is just... Oh, it's so on point. It is like a movie. Um, and also, I will throw in my little uh, personal um, 
um, oh, I forgot the word. I'm so tired. Uh, <laughs> I do stream Red Dead Redemption 2. I will be back to streaming it as soon as I finish out this year uh, of work. Um, so you can just chill with me and I will play it and you don't have to play it and you can watch all the cool cutscenes. And that's, so my vote is going to go to Red Dead. Bye, it's a little lonesome. I've got the casting vote here and I don't like this kind of power. <laughs> um, so I'll go back to obviously how it was last week with uh, games that I'm more likely to want to play. And this might confuse everybody. But I'm going to pick Red Dead Redemption 2. Whoa! Even though I didn't like playing the game, I think I'm probably more inclined to watch the story of this rather than I would Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Alright, wow. Okay, so that forces a tie. So basically in this situation, we have to people have to argue their side until one person just can't take Wait, anymore. Can, can I just like abstain from voting since my vote really wasn't for Assassin's Creed Odyssey anyway? So that someone... <laughs> if you want, yeah, if you want. Is that a legitimate choice? Um, that is a new thing. I've never experienced Great. in this course. Uh, but I think you should be able to, yes. If you want, right. yeah, I think I'll if just, you want to I'll abstain. just make it easy on everyone then. I will just abstain from voting. Okay, okay. Okay, well, Red Dead Redemption so 2 goes us... through then. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, I was going to give Brian a chance to, to uh, throw up anything else he wanted to uh, in defense of Assassin's Creed. It's your chance. you got to sway one of them. Well, yeah, you uh, could. If you want to sway, try I, I and sway. Do, I will give, I'll give Brian the floor just so that he can have his last... And I'm the one sitting in the middle mostly more than anything, so it's going to be yeah. trying to convince me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you can't really Spartacus anybody in Red Dead Redemption, so there's that. <laughs> oh, darn, that's such a good, that's a good point. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you now, I've never watched 300, so that means nothing what? to me. What is wrong with you, Pete? <laughs> oh, so where you straight up just kick I know what, I've, it's been memes oh. to hell, I know what it is. It's just I don't One like uh, Zack Schneider movies. Ah, uh, okay. One of my favorite things to do in MMA practice, you get your partner to put on the chest pads, and you just fucking freaking you may want to <laughs> that out. You tried, you, you tried. Front kick kick them. them. Oh, feels so good. And then they laugh because you know they fall down and go flying across the room. But they're wearing pads, so they don't get hurt. Yeah. Did you ever just kick them and shout, "This is Sparta"? <laughs> We do that a lot. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> we do lots of Mortal Kombat references, and this is Sparta kicks. <laughs> good. good. And if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drago, calm down. We do that. We also do the 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 um, handshake from uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and what's his face? Oh, from Predator. Predator. Yeah, we do that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this has nothing to do with arguing at the case for Eve again. <laughs> That's what Sparta Kick does to me. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Pete, yes. What is your what are your decision for Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Red Dead Redemption 2? Uh, I don't think the Sparta Kick was enough for me to change my vote. Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so Red Dead Redemption's go through. Red Dead Redemption 2 Due goes to an through. abstaining of a vote. But, uh, yeah, for a new precedent, I love that. I yeah, love so do I. Precedent. 
upset. Um, well, I, I mean, I had an asterisk on my vote to begin with, so we really yeah. need to just downgrade that to just no vote. <laughs> Fair true. enough. Yeah, I agree. I will agree with that. Um, technicalities, we love them. Um, yes. But that is not to say, again, uh, that Assassin's Creed Odyssey isn't a great game. I do, again, encourage you, if you have not played it, uh, to play it, because um, it was. It was a surprise hit. Uh, I remember it was my first year for writing for a review uh, magazine, and it took everyone by surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, go out there, play it. It's fun. But that leads us to a very interesting debate that I can't wait to You're, spectate. Yeah, you call it interesting. The battle yeah. of the indies. I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, so we have... <clears throat> The uh, new one on our radar, Hades, being defended by Brian, and Undertale being defended by, I'm going to assume, Pete. Yes, Pete. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to be sure. Uh, so this will be very fun. I like this. Um, so Pete will let you know when your time begins. Your, uh, this is another game that has something to do with mythology. Gotta love mythology games. Anyway, your um, your time starts now. I actually recently just picked up Hades, and now I see why there's been so much like triumph over it. Like, it was up for game of the game of the year for the Game Awards, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a roguelike, you know. It's 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 mythology. It's be there's beautiful art. It's like comic book style art almost. It reminds me of like uh, a Diablo-esque kind of game, and it's just, it's so addictive. I haven't beaten it yet. I keep getting destroyed, but it's fine. Um, but there's a lot of really cool mechanics, a lot of really cool weapons, and it's just, it's so, you want to keep going. It rewards you without punishing you too bad. And like, it's, it's, the music is amazing. It's, it's one of the most phenomenal indie games I've ever played. And you can get it, I think, on almost every platform, too, I think. Um, I I was actually playing it earlier during our pre pre thing, <laughs> um, and you know my wife loves watching me play it, and we both love mythology, and it's just it's so interesting, you know that's it, it's it's worth jumping into. Even I'm not even a huge fan of roguelike games because I'm not good at them, but <laughs> but this has just enough mechanics in the combat to keep me going, and and I, I don't know I'm gonna play it when we're done here today anyway, so. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, up. That's my two cents. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> this was one of Pete's one of his most passionate arguments that he made uh, last year. Uh, the other one being Smash Brothers, I believe. Um, mm. So if you haven't caught our what was that game of the decade last yeah. year's, uh, catch that episode because. We have we have guests on there as well, but Pete really passionately defends these games, and it's just it's fabulous. I think someone else did as well, but I'm not going to say who. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my my time starts now. This game, uh, Undertale, really took me by surprise. It was a sleeper hit for a few people. Um, I didn't hear anything about it until uh, a few years ago when my friend showed it to me and went, oh, this is an RPG, You'll, you might hate this. And I went, okay. But <laughs> I absolutely love this game. This, um, this game has like a really unique, um, uh, really unique humor style as well as a story that just 
blows me away every time I see it. Uh, the music is incredible. The fact that it was made by a very select group of people, no more than about 10 people were involved in this project, is truly testament to how good this game is. Uh, the writing's on point, the music's on point, the diet, like everything is on point, and it has one of the most unique and interesting battle systems that I have ever seen before in an RPG. Not just in an RPG, but any game ever. Um, the fact that it is essentially a bullet hell uh, RPG platforming, I don't know how to describe like what genre this is because this bends a lot <laughs> of genres. And yeah. I mean, anytime you see Sans make his way outside of the game into mainstream pop culture, like they did with New Japan World Wrestling, with um, what is his name? Yes. I can't even remember what his name is. Kenny Omega, that's the one. And that yep. was it. It just. It just cemented Undertale as probably being one of the greatest indie games of all time, in my eyes, and that's my time. Excellent. Uh, both good uh, arguments. So, Brent, it's on to your thoughts on both of these games. Um, so we got to another round that I technically have played either of them. I think I actually own Undertale, but I own it for some PC service that i probably can't even remember because there's so many of them nowadays yeah uh, so you know i'll have to dig it out to actually download it and play it. <laughs> but that being said i have watched people play both kind of know how they both work uh both are great games this is so hard it is <laughs> this is the worst game i had to put the thing. two indie games together yeah exactly the only thing more difficult than this is going to be the last of the first round matchups. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's you. It's me arguing myself for the two games that I picked that I actually played. My, the, so, the next round for me is the worst one out of them all. We all had to do it. It's so funny. That's so funny. That never happened. And I'll be honest, way. this was randomly generated. Yeah. So I can't I even say that I did this on purpose. No, these are always randomly generated, but... Uh, so I'll let some others speak while I mull over my decision. <laughs> well, Kylie, that, that only leaves you, I'm afraid. Yeah, so um, this is, it's tough as in Hades is a strong game. It is well done. Um, it is an indie. Uh, weirdly, not that this has anything to do with anything, um, it doesn't see, say that it's listed on the PlayStation, which is weird to me. That's um, or yeah. Xbox. Huh. Oh, right, because it says Windows, not Xbox. Okay. Oh. Uh, that's very interesting. I mean, that that's doesn't that's neither here nor there for me. It's just surprising because it's so popular that I just assumed it was on everything. Um, I did too. I'm, I apologize for that. No, sorry. I uh, yeah. I, I well, I've just it. looked, and it's not. It's actually on Switch, Mac OS, Windows, and that's it. That's it. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, probably the same for Undertale. No, that's on PS4, no. on Xbox, and Windows. But that was... That I don't think Undertale's on Xbox. It, I think that was a recent thing. Yeah, it, I think it came around about the same time that the PlayStation version did, but I might be wrong on that. Yeah, um, but um, for me, okay, I'll say the good things about both, and then I'll do my call. I have to talk this out with myself. Yeah. Um, Hades is... Uh, the art is stunning. Um, I love the um, uh, uh, the mythology behind it. Um, when I was a kid, <laughs> a uh, 
thing that I did not know was an autistic trait. I was about nine years old and I wrote an encyclopedia of uh, gods, Greek gods and goddesses. Uh, yeah, I don't know why people thought I was weird. <laughs> like, what? What? Um, so, I mean, we're talking down to minor gods and goddesses. I was cross-referencing and everything because um, that was my special interest at the time. Um, as I've gotten older, that's, of course, uh, the, the special interest part of it has faded, but not the base love of, well, especially Greek mythology. Um it's so good because it is actually pulling from the minor gods and goddesses as well. Uh, yeah. I was very shocked to see that, um, and it made me very happy. Um, just a little dorky nine-year-old autistic kid <laughs> inside of me. <laughs> I should let them out at some point. No, um, Careful so, with that. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't clip that out. Don't, don't, don't clip that out. <laughs> Out of context. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I, so that's, you know, there's a lot of strong pluses for that. Undertale, same thing as far as uh, strong pluses. Um, the art is very stylized. It is not what you would say high art or graphically pleasing to most. It is intentionally done in a kind of 8-bit style um and a lot of most of the most of the storyline takes place in your head is the best way for me to describe it i think i described it like that last year too which is always great for me um and it's got a lot of heart to it um because that's the whole basis of the game so and um yeah, it is. Uh, it fills you with determination. And um, uh, the RPG, it's very surprising because the RPG elements, the, the, well, the fighting style, kind of like what Pete was saying, it's very different uh, from anything else that's out there. Um, whereas Hades is very, it's a roguelike game, which I don't like those. Oh, this is tough. I'm not talking myself into either one. Um, <laughs> but to keep things moving, uh, oh, gosh. Okay, whatever I choose, please know, dear listeners, I enjoy both games very much and support both games very much. Uh, and I think you should go out and play both games. I'm going to support Undertale on this one. That was okay. not an easy decision. Yeah, I could hear the cogs turn in your head. Yeah, but I feel like I, you know, we defended it quite hard last year. I, I still feel strongly about it this year. So for me, it's going to be Undertale. Um, so let's get a official vote out there. Okay. Uh, Pete, uh, have you... Look, I I love the idea of Hades. I, I love the fact that it's like heavy on its mythology. Um, the gameplay looks really interesting, and it has a, an incredibly good-looking art style to it as well. It does. It um, does. It's just, like with everyone else, roguelikes aren't my thing. I, I've liked a few over the time, um, including like Enter the Gungeon and stuff like that. But I just don't know if I could get on board with 
with a roguelike of this caliber where it's like multiple playthroughs and I have to complete the game at least 10 times to try and get the the very ending like the proper ending so uh, whereas like Undertale I know I could pick that up and complete that game in like six seven hours uh, I can do it in multiple different ways like I can play it as a complete bastard or I can play it as like the person with a lot of heart and determination and spare everyone or you know, yeah. it, it's just one of those games that the battle system alone is so unique and so interesting that I don't know if I could vote against Undertale. So my vote is for Undertale. All right, Brian. At this point, where are you? Where's your well, final? I, I'm, I'm with y'all because I'm not a fan of roguelikes, and that's why <laughs> it grabbed me so much. And I still, I still love Hades. I'm not gonna, you know, mm-hmm. undermine the popularity of Undertale because my students won't stop playing Megalovania on the piano. <laughs> um, I swear. Can you... I finally caved and bought a marching band version of it and we learned oh, it. Seriously. Really cool. They need to learn oh. how to play Save the World. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. I'm going to um, keep my vote because I did play Undertale and I almost forgot about that reference from Kenny Omega and his entrance at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, <laughs> when you brought that up and I was like, yes, somebody else watches new Japan. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. You and Pete, y'all, y'all could have an episode. You're oh, on I your own. We probably could. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, but just for the sake of my, of my, you know, I prefer Hades to undertale. So that's my vote. Hades. Okay. Totally fair choice. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Brent, have you yes. had a thought? I would I would like my vote officially recorded as Undertale Asterisk inspired by Earthbound. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yes. I think that's yeah. That's fair a valid it. point that totally I totally fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is actually speaks to uh, uh I'd say a good part of the the audience for Undertale. Not all of course, but yeah. Uh, Earth, yeah. Earthbound is probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I think that isn't even tangentially related to it. Just gonna have to get my vote. Yeah, the fact the (laughs) fact that Toby Fox was so inspired by Earthbound as well just it's it reeks of the game in in there. Absolutely. So, but it's it what a wonderful game to have as your inspiration. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, But uh, quickly moving on, that moves Undertale into the quarterfinals Mm. as we go to a very amusing. Me uh, arguing against my bloody self. Yeah. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate versus Splatoon 2. This is honestly uh, like arguing against like who's your favorite child. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> arguing against himself for this, and I already know how he feels about both games, so this is going to be fun. All right, Peter, you're going to let yourself know when your time begins? I, I will, yeah. So my time for my ultimate time starts now now smash brothers ultimate uh smash brothers itself as a series is a, is one that i've played probably more than anything else that i can ever think um on brawl alone i think i must have had about six to seven hundred hours uh just in multiplayer uh the same with smash wii u as well i i had about 700 hours in that game so when ultimate came around and my my time uh, within the career world was at a very weird end pass. Uh, this was the game that I actually first reviewed as an official reviewer. And 
Uh, I got to know Crunch very, very well during a review process of this one where I had to bash this one out in three days. Um, trying to unlock all those characters in three days is not a fun task, but it did make me realise that this is probably the best Smash Brothers game since Melee, uh, mainly because it does include a lot of the mechanics from uh, Smash Melee. Like, uh, the cast of characters itself is up unbelievable with the fact that they decided to bring everyone back uh, the fact that Snake returned with all this weird controversy with Kojima was one out of left field like, the game actually massively improves on its online infrastructure from the last game as well so that's an obvious improvement but this is just so much fun and whilst the, they keep adding more and more characters to the equation like Sephiroth and <laughs> that's me that's not me internally crying that is literally me going why yeah so uh i'm gonna splat up a storm right now so splatoon (laughs) 2 obviously is the sequel to the very popular very interesting splatoon series from the wii u another underrated wii u gem um the game is obviously Nintendo's idea of doing esports the right way, and they did it the right way because every single content drop, apart from the Octo expansion, was all free. Every weapon, every piece of armor, every piece of clothing that you could ever want to get in there was all for free. But that takes nothing away from the fact that this game is just so much fun. Like, it's a competitive shooter that is more fun than most competitive shooters I have ever played in my life. Yes, Halo, you can suck one. Um, <laughs> sorry, but this the concept alone is just so unique. It's not just about uh, killing opponents. It is about taking control, inking that turf to make sure that you're in the best position possible but also having those extra game modes like uh, Rainmaker and all of that based behind ranked performances. And that's not even talking about Splatfest, where they make a whole new stage every time just for a, for a Splatfest. But this is one of the very few Nintendo games where I absolutely love the soundtrack and will just play it just out of nothing. Done. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Uh, I'm enjoying this far too much. Uh, yeah, this is like just, torture. I know, just because I know it would be like me arguing Halo versus Fallout. I know, um, that's why I had to put the Halo can suck it. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, that's not a point uh, towards Splatoon in any way, then. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my thoughts to the end. Uh, Brent, we'll go with you and your thoughts on the set of games. What do you think? Um... Another another set of games I haven't played. I have played Smash Brothers in previous installments, particularly Melee. Mm-hmm. Um, what to say? Uh, I mean, Smash is Smash. It really has become the ultimate crossover, like they promised. Yeah, it really does have a near complete cast of characters. You you know you can't even think of someone else you'd want to add, and then they add them in anyway. Um, Personally, I probably could think of five characters I would love to see in there, but it's probably a stretch. 
It has piranha Personally, plants. I really like that Ness is still in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Earthbound character that don't nobody forget, knows. Don't forget about Earthbound. Lucas. Don't leave, um, don't leave Lucas out of this. Lucas is cool too, <laughs> but I just feel like Ness being so old at this point, I'm just glad he's still around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, I was I was really happy that they put Banjo in there. Um, <laughs> even though technically Microsoft owns that character now. Yeah, he has um, so much affiliation cool. with the uh, with the N sixty four generation, though that I think it was there was no way they couldn't include him and her. Yeah, I don't know what kind of deal making had to be done for that to happen? But I've actually looked at buying the banjo amiibo just because it's a cool figure. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, want it, I want it so bad, and I'm not the biggest banjo fan either. No, <laughs> yeah, but it is a really amiibos. cool figure. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the Splatoon. Amiibos are great. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it, unfortunately. It's a shooter game. I'm not really into shooters anymore. But that being said, the shooters I do seem to like nowadays are the ones that uh, are more uh, family friendly, I guess. They're more, they don't really take themselves too seriously. Mm. Uh, so I'm specifically referring to the Plants vs. Zombies series. <laughs> That's a fun um, series from what I've heard. And so I feel like Splatoon is kind of in that same wheelhouse. But the fact that they also have added kind of the competitive aspect to it is pretty cool so that people that want to get into it and play competitively can. Mm. Um, but I think I think this is going to have to be nostalgia for me. It's going to be where my vote goes, unfortunately. Smash is smash, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, that's fair enough as well. Um, Brian, your thoughts on these games? I actually just re-downloaded Splatoon, um, Splatoon nice. 2, because of his, his talking about it has just been, um, I forgot how good of a game it actually is. You know? I, uh, can I just say that I sold my first copy, but with the, um, the, the other Discord group that I'm in, Together We Play, made me rebuy it because they had regular um regular sessions on splatoon and it was so much fun just joining in with them yeah and that's mainly why i didn't play it much because i didn't have anybody to play it with but i mean even the side quest stuff the the octo quests and all that were, were really fun and just mm. it was such a unique game but um the smash brothers you know as you said smash is smash and i mean and when when we end the semester i bring my switch for my kids to play smash mm -hmm. brothers um and they just they play it for hours. <laughs> you know, I've played I've played it for hours. I've I, I get excited when they announce the next character, you know, and you know, it's just it's such a gargantuan game and there's such a huge roster of characters you would never think would be on a Nintendo system and it's just I don't know. Um I think I'm leaning towards Smash. <laughs> All right then. Go Kylie. Um, Come on. Put put one of these games out of its misery already. Mm-hmm. Well, um, hmm, let's see. What can my thoughts be? Is it a squid or a kid? Um, <laughs> I, um, no, honestly, I, I, for me, it's actually quite an easy choice just because one of the highlights, even though it can devolve into chaos, but one of the highlights is watching everybody get ready for the uh, next announcement of the next Smash character. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I love that so much. Um, it does, like I said, devolves into pure chaos and people kind of argue and fight. But but I love the whole, like, we're all sitting there in anticipation. Um, Until you get a character and, like Byleth. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, um, it's, but it's like that shared experience because I don't share a lot of experiences with other humans. That right there, it, I like it. I like, I like the whole pins and needles. Oh, what's gonna? Let's guess. Let's let's you know see what's gonna come up next. Um, and uh, thankfully, it hasn't been Master Chief. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel. It would make you actually, you know, unbox your Switch and play it by Smash Brothers. Watch the next announcement be a double announcement. Oh, God. It's going to be Master Chief and Doom Guy. Oh, my God. Either that or Master Chief and Arbiter. Oh, Oh, wait. Arbiter was already in um, uh, Killer Instinct. Oh, right. Oh, gosh. Okay. See, we could talk about fighting games forever. Um, Anyway, long story short, because we need to keep moving. yeah, smashy, smashy. Okay, well, you know, we I need I, an official, I, official vote count. I technically don't need to raise my raise my vote at all then, because that's free. <laughs> well, to, that's free to nothing. But oh I, goodness! <laughs> I would have gone smash kidding? though. Oh, okay. I, I honestly would have gone with smash. Okay. There's no way ah. I can vote against a game that forced me to go to America just to go and play in a tournament. <laughs> that's right. That's a good point. All right, so are we officially voting? Let's see, Brian, what is your official vote? Smashy, smashy. Yeah, um, Brent, yours as well. I mean, technically, my official vote is nostalgia. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Technically, that is true, Uh, which falls under the smashy, smashy. Uh, And then, of course, I'm smash. And then, Pete, you're going to officially declare smash? Smash is smash. Yeah. Um... So that moves uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate into the quarterfinals. And we now move into our last games of round one. Which um, I'm very we... interested to hear about Can't this one. This... I love this. This is going to be great. Uh, no, have... I, didn't, I didn't do this. The randomizer Thanks. did this. You had the power to change it, though. Uh, no, he doesn't like to change it once uh, they're ter- that, That's it, you know, in terms of Blaze Blue, I'm going to use a Blaze Blue quote here, the wheels of fate were turning. <laughs> um, after we do this, we will take a break, um, mm. but the audience won't know. Uh, so this part will be cut out. Okay. <laughs> no, it won't, it's staying. Uh, oh, great. Uh, I love it when my little side speeches get stuck in there. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't say right, them then. Well, I know. Um, we will then, uh, move to, uh, near Automata Tomato, and I'm going to let Brent pronounce it the right way, versus Warframe, uh, Brent will be arguing for both, uh, and Pete will let you know when your time begins. Yeah. Your time is near. <laughs> well, for clarity, I'm just going to call it near. Okay. Uh... <laughs> What to say about it? Uh, I'll start off with accessibility. It's a big thing for me. Accessibility options are great. If you are bad at shooting things at a distance, you can just turn it on so your little robot shoots things for you. (laughs) If you are bad at dodging attacks, you can turn it so your character automatically dodges for you. It is amazing how good their accessibility options are. Story-wise, it's great. Uh, Some of the character names can get a little weird but once you get past that you do kind of get invested in their stories um there's real emotion there there's a lot of philosophical discussion 
uh, with the story. I don't want to spoil anything because I do think it is a great story that should be experienced mm-hmm. on your own. Um, the gameplay itself is really cool. Like as you're going into a mission, it's like a shoot 'em up kind of thing, and then you land, and, and it's kind of your traditional semi open world experience where you're exploring around, finding treasure and whatnot, fighting enemies to complete whatever the task was for that mission. Uh, combat feels really good. Uh, the the kind of setting itself it just feels very unique with with the robots and things and um, the the cityscapes feel like they were lived in and they haven't been for a while like they really hit that on the head I that's think. time all right well that moves us to uh warframe also being argued by brent against himself okay let the bombing begin now so Warframe I wanted to put as my game of the year choice for last week, but you wouldn't let me do that. So now I'm here with it being game of the generation. This is why I said no. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is why. Okay. Uh, it is really just a great free-to-play experience. You can play by yourself. You can play with friends. You can play with randoms. The community is awesome. There's constantly new updates. Like there's one probably coming this week for consoles. It's already on PC. Uh, like it just I don't even know how to even describe it all it's like if Destiny when it first came out and everyone's hyped about it being able to explore all these planets and this great shooting and all this stuff and then you know it just didn't have any of that and everyone was upset well Warframe had already been doing it (laughs) that is Warframe now they've added these like four man spaceships so you can be a space pirate now They've added a lich system so that you have, like, your own personal bosses, like the Shadow of War game. Like, it is just amazing. And it's all free. Even their battle pass is free. It's crazy to think of how good this game is and how good it's become over the years. It just has kept getting better and better ever since its release. And it's available on all the consoles, plus PC. I don't even know where to where to go with this. <laughs> Warframe's just my game. It's time. All right. I'm fine Um, with you ending on this is my game. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Um, Pete, we'll start with you on this one. Um, Your thoughts on these games. Now, I've actually owned Nier Automata. Oh. But I never played it. I was disappointed that I didn't play it, actually, because everything I saw from the game, everything I heard about the game was fantastic. I mean, I won't go into, obviously, some members of the community have now become uh, 2B simps. Um, (laughs) And I will will argue 2B should not be in Smash, because that's a heavily requested character. Um, it, It sounds like a really interesting game, but then again... Warframe being free to play and being like Destiny and the season pass being free uh, that sounds more appealing to me because I haven't got to put any money down um, uh, whilst shooters are obviously not my kind of thing uh, I could really get on board with Warframe it sounds like a really and looks like a really interesting game so uh, I'm not split on this one I'm probably going to pick Warframe it, just so you know, it's only a shooter if you want it to be. You can play the whole game with melee if you want. It. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Well, that that definitely cements it. Warframe. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on this? These two games. 
Well, I I was a fan of Nier back when um, the first Nier came out, and I just I got really excited when I heard about Automata and played it, and I wasn't disappointed with it, but it's it's very different. It's very dark. It's very the, the gameplay was about the same, but it was just I don't know something didn't grab me and keep me around. the The free to play aspects of Warframe, however, are pretty great, and I, I played it a little bit, but you know I'm I'm a I love FPS games, and, and I wasn't as into Warframe as I probably should have been. I'm actually going to check it out later today um, just to see what, what it's all about. Um, but I guess based on just, you know, the fact that I've, I've probably enjoyed it a little bit more, I'll probably vote for Nier. Um, that leaves me. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, I haven't uh, officially cast my vote. Yeah, you have argued your case for both games, though. Yeah. Um, my thing is, call me Kevin, who's my favorite <laughs> YouTuber, and I have to mention him once an episode. He played Warframe, and he didn't play Near Automata Tomato. And <laughs> so I know more about Warframe. Oh, my God. It's free to play. Um, Can't argue that. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool because it's also got, like, it looks like it's got, like, free DLC, and if the battle pass is free, holy crap. Um, That's pretty cool. So, I'm going to lean Warframe on this one, which means we need an official vote, and we will start with Pete, your official vote. Warframe. And Brian? I'll be that guy near. Okay, um, Brent. <laughs> I I I can't. I I'm. I set a precedent already. I'm going to abstain. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I, I can under- I can understand why you put both of these games up. So. Yeah, I actually thought Pete was going to abstain. Honestly, uh, the last round. Um, uh, yeah. So Warframe for me as well, uh, which means Warframe advances. Through an abstaining. Yes, through an abstaining. I am glad that that's over with, so I don't have to abstain going forward. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah, and so that will move us into the quarterfinals. Okay, now we move on to our quarterfinals um, with our uh, games that have progressed, which is the, I'm just going to list all the games right quick. Animal Crossing New Horizons versus Warframe, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe versus Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, God of War versus Undertale, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild versus Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, these are going to be uh, a very fun and interesting stri- strategic play, I think. <laughs> um, but with that said, and because we want to keep moving um we will go right into it with our first game which is animal crossing new horizons being defended by brian yet again um and warframe uh put forth by brent um this is a little bit different from those who might not have caught last week's uh we've already made our arguments so this is more just a let's see if we can change minds and hearts (laughs) 
So, uh, yeah, if you want to do just a very quick rundown, uh, Brian, over Animal Crossing. Well, um, you have your own little island. You have your world. You have escapism. Um, you can build your museum. There's so much things, so much you can do and share with your friends and your family. And it's not violent, so it's great for the kids and families and grandma and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, Animal Crossing is is an amazing title that came out this year and it's it's i think it's going to continue to be a monster powerhouse of a game for at least a couple more years um until eventually we get a new nintendo system or whatever but um yeah animal crossing is just it's it's not a game that i thought would be as big as it turned out to be and it's 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 amazing it's i still play for hours when i pick it up I can't play for five minutes. I have to play it for an extended period of time. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I got a list of chores I do. I clean up my office. I clean up my van. My, I have a band room in my, my room. I'll have to show you all sometime. Yeah. Um, you know, and I got to talk to villagers or kick them out or whatever. It's just there's just so much to do. And it, every every single time there's something different to buy or whatever and go visit my grandma's island or my cousin's island or whatever. It's just, it's just so fun. It hasn't gotten old yet. So. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, Brent, do a quick rundown of Warframe just to refresh our audience. Uh, where to even start? Uh, I guess quick rundown would be you play ninjas in space. Oh my gosh. Add, there's, add, there's added pirate ships. So you have uh, a pirate ninja in space. That is the best description I've ever heard of any game on the planet. I mean, you wanted a quick, a quick explanation because that's basically what <laughs> no, it is. That's, that was I the think quickest. That is, we call that an elevator pitch in uh, publishing. That's your one to two sentence uh, description of your ideas, uh, and that was perfect. <laughs> I agree. Um, all right, Pete. So you've heard the arguments. You've seen the competitors. Wait, where I don't, I don't get to say anything else. Yeah, you can say something else. Absolutely. All right. I thought well, you just I, did I, great. I, I didn't talk about this in the first round. I was saving it. Oh. Uh, uh, here we go. All right. So the community of Warframe. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. So welcoming. There's so many people willing to help out new players. There's so many clans that will let you join and, and find people to play with any hour of the day. On top of that, their official community team is amazing. Even during the pandemic, when they've been working from home, they've been having live streams almost every week. Whoa. And that includes developer streams that they have every other week to talk about what's going on, what they're working on, what's coming next. There's never this secrecy. You always know what they're doing, what's going to change, why it's changing, what to look forward to. And it's just amazing that they're so transparent. Um, that's excellent. I'm very um, impressed by that. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> Pete, your thoughts and feelings on our on the champions that are we are faced with? It's hard to pick out two games that are clearly. I'm not going to say live services, but clearly ever evolving, uh, always mm-hmm. updated. You know, with different things to do. Um, Animal Crossing obviously fits a certain demographic with the fact that it's just nice and chill, nice and 
enjoy yourself, you know. Um, there isn't any real sort of aggressive depth to it other than I just want to create some fun space for an island for people to come and have a look and trade turnips and stuff like that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all, but it's just not my idea of fun. So, uh, whereas Warframe okay. looks looks and sounds like more of the sort of co ongoing content that appeals to me more. So I think I'm going to have to pick Warframe. Right. Interesting. Um, although not surprising based on your previous comments. Um, uh, look, there's yeah. nothing wrong with Animal Crossing. It's just, I just it's, didn't yeah, buy into the hype here. more than anything. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's fine. I think uh, we've all got our positions to take. And Brian, what about you? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of biased because I haven't really played a lot of Warframe. Actually, it's currently downloading to my Switch right now. So I can <laughs> nice. get back into it. Another purchase. Um, um, however, I have just spent so much time in Animal Crossing, plus the arguments I made earlier I stand by, and you know, yeah. I, would, I would still, I'm sticking with Animal Crossing. Right. Um, okay, so that means it comes down to myself, whether I force a tie or move us on. Um, officially cast my vote. Oh, that's true. Um, yes. Okay, Brent. Uh, which way would know. you think? <laughs> Let's give him a chance. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say we, we went through a lot to get Animal Crossing to be the game of the year <laughs> last week. Mm. We did. That was not easy. No. And I feel like we made some concessions about it being 2020 and that it released in that year. But I feel like naming it the game of the generation a game from the past seven years, it's going to be really hard to do with a game that came out just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Fair. But a game that has been there for that whole seven years, on the other hand, continually updated, getting better, constantly, still a great game now as it was back then. Also, you can play it on whatever platform you want. <laughs> I'm crossing. Oh, I'm going to have to pick Warframe. Fair enough. Right. Okay, so I thought about this, and um, I forgot the point I was about to make. <laughs> that was a really good one. <laughs> it was like super good, and it just left clearly, my head. Clearly, Brent's argument was enough to I didn't put. I need to cut into your point. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> if I get derailed, I just like it's like a flight of birds just fly through my head. Um. Anyway, long, very long story short. Four oh four. Four oh four. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I'm gonna vote for Warframe because um I really want to play it and as cool as Animal Crossing's New Horizon is and it is cool and I do love that it was our game of the year. Um, I think it was very, uh, um, very, I think 2020 is why it was game of the year, if that makes yeah. sense. I think the events of 2020 made it the game of the year. I think I'll get not to say, great. Yeah, not to say that it isn't a great game and doesn't have its own merits. Of course it does. But I think that the circumstances made it, it had to be. It just needed to be. Um, and I'm glad it was there. Mm. But Warframe really really sounds cool and like i said i did watch it on call me kevin and 
it it's just I I really want to play it now, so I'm gonna have to vote Warframe on this one. Um, yeah, which gives Warframe the very slight advantage. I I want to say that you know Animal Crossing is a great game, uh, but that moves. Warframe into the semi-finals. And just remember that Animal Crossing was originally delayed from October, so had it fell in that October period, every single oh, yeah. point that we made in the Game of the Year discussion would have been null and void. <laughs> I, and I do wonder that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so weird how the events of a year can change a game's status, you know? Yep. I mean, it, it was uh, going to be popular anyway. We all know it was crossing, but yeah. I think it was more popular because of circumstances. Yeah, I think the Switch, you know, sold and was missing from store shelves because of uh, the events of 2020. You know, and the Switch has been what? It's been on sale for five years now, or something. Uh, it's going into its fourth year next year. Oh, okay, fourth year. Okay, uh, and and yet, you know, at the beginning of this year, it sold out. Oh no! Sorry, it's in its fourth year. It's going into its fifth next year. Oh, okay, good. I wasn't too far off. Yeah. Um. So that lines up our next ones. This just makes me laugh so much. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart Eight Deluxe uh, versus Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, Pete, just give us a, ref- a very brief refresher. Okay. Very very brief. Um, uh, too long. Didn't read. Uh, Mario Kart Kart 8 is amazing Smash Brothers Ultimate is also amazing these two are my children and I can't choose (laughs) you wanted brief there you go I I do want to put forth though uh, we will absolutely accept um, I was going to say abstinent votes oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) abstaining votes oh Um, god until the final round, where the final round, you have to vote. Okay. No absentia. Is that aimed at me by any chance? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, so far, I'm the only one that have used an absentia vote. I know, but I, yeah. I can see I can see the uh, nefarious uh, cogs turning in Pete's head. <laughs> they have to come to me last, then. Uh-huh. Um, but in semifinals, you can abstain, yes. Um all right, uh, Brian, what about your choice for these two? So what I've experienced is as bringing my Switch to the, my band room, kids prefer Mario Kart to Smash Brothers because most of the kids that aren't good at Smash Brothers get mad at the kids that are good at it, and then they just <laughs> yes. quit. And I say, you can't rage because those cost money. Oh, so, yes. Um, however, I, I personally have played Smash Brothers more than Mario Kart, but I've also played Mario Kart a lot too, so this is a very difficult decision <laughs> yeah um, and they're both nintendo products <laughs> yep um i think i'm still based on my personal preference still gonna lean towards smashy smash mm. i love how it's I'm just called smashy smash now because of kylie <laughs> yeah it's just that's yeah that's how i think of it as well um all right uh brent what is your uh brief thoughts on these two games oh uh, I consider myself an avid racing gamer. Mm-hmm. I particularly enjoy the Forza series on Xbox, but I've played so many others. Yeah. Um, I don't consider Mario Kart a racing game. <laughs> right. I feel like there really is no racing skill involved in it. Nope. I, um, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's there's some strategy. The, dr- the drifting is. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's more. Yeah, I mean, that's been a relatively new thing. The older ones didn't really have that. What are you talking um, about? Super Mario Kart had drifting from the very beginning. It's just people didn't know how to use it properly. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was definitely one of those. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, so it would be very difficult for me to vote for that. Just mm-hmm. having been so big of a fan of racing games in general. Um, Smash Brothers, on the other hand, is kind of in an, in its own. Uh, there's not really any copycats per se. There was like that Pokemon Stadium game, but yeah, you know, it's um, basically just replace the characters with Pokemon characters, but. Um, I, I'm not a particularly big fan of fighting games like the Mortal Kombat's and Street Fighters and such, but I do enjoy playing some Smash every now and then. So I think that's where I'm going to be leaning. Right. Okay. okay. So Pete, I will ask you this: Are you going to abstain in the semifinals between your two games? No. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because absolutely no judgment if, if you do, because I actually know how you feel about both of those games. I cannot. I'm not going to abstain from uh, making my opinion known. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then do that. Let us know that. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is one of the greatest games on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But Smash Brothers Ultimate is also one of the greatest games on the Switch. It's right. it's a real problem, and they fit so many. They fit two different types of players. Like you said, um, there was more people who want to play Mario Kart than there are Smash because the let's be honest, the skill level involved in Smash Brothers can put off a lot of people. Whereas Mario Kart is more one of those pick up and play. Anyone could sort of do it, especially with the the way that the Switch is designed with its uh, always multiplayer with the Joy Cons. Um, however, I just I feel I get a better, more thorough and more, uh, yeah, better experience from playing Smash Brothers. So I'm going to choose Smash Brothers. All right. Um, so that's two for Smash, one for Mario Kart. Um, and then I am going to stick with my same argument uh, that we did in the first half, which is I love the anticipation. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm going to stop you there. I thought three had voted for Smash Brothers already. What? I thought three of us had voted Smash. No, uh, Brian voted Mario oh, Kart, sorry, right? Oh, sorry. My... What? No. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we all voted Smash. Yeah, yeah, he said Smashy Smash. Oh, oh my gosh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I said matter... I was eating. Yes, because we called it Smashy Smash. Guys, you <laughs> have to forgive me at least. <laughs> These guys know I am completely scatterbrained. It's the end of the year, and I'm ready to be We're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet okay. you are, especially being in education. You're like, oh, my yeah. year's done. Um, yeah, so actually it doesn't matter what I decide, but I was going to pick Super Smash Brothers anyway. Okay. So <laughs> Smashy Smashy moves on to the semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> and now comes one of our more difficult ones. I think this is the most difficult. Have fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> okay, now we've arrived at God of War versus Undertale. Um, 
So just a very quick, just to refresh everyone, uh, God of War is uh, Kratos and his boy. And boy. I did that more like Texan. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was you, but it is boy. <laughs> Come here, boy. That's more Red Dead. Yeah, you should have saved that for Red Dead. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Come here, boy. Um, boy. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> that would have been the best Kratos ever. What, Texan, Texan Kratos? Yes. Boy, I tell you what, you better get on over here. Uh, so. You're going to take mom up the mountain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's what we need. Oh, yes. Uh, uh. So. Anyway, if you don't know about God of War, then why are you listening <laughs> at this point? So, uh, yeah, Undertale is versus Undertale, which I believe I have to scroll back up. I did. It was it yours? Yeah. Undertale rules. Very, very fast brief. I did it. Undertale rules. Okay. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, We'll go around the room that we're all sitting in. Uh, Brian, what is your vote? Where do you lean with these? Boy. But, uh, yeah, I played Undertale for a little bit, and I do want to get back into it and check it out because I, I know how important it is to gaming and how everybody loves it. But I'm just, I'm, I'm more into Kratos and destroying things with that awesome axe. And, yeah, yeah. plus his beard. And, uh, you know, it's Kratos. Boy. Yeah. That axe is so cool. And then I'm pulling it back. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anyway. <laughs> Brent, what about you? What are your feelings uh, on so I don't really have anything more to add from the first round. Um, it would, should be pretty obvious from from previous statements and whatnot that I'm going to vote Undertale. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, no surprises there. Pete? Like I said, this is the toughest choice, I think, out of all of them. Obviously, last last one was, you know my two games going against each other yeah. but these are two experiences that I absolutely loved for very yeah. different reasons God of War is a, an amazing piece of uh, gaming history, it's uh, got a wonderful story, it's very impressive looking um, it's got great humour great uh, great motion capture and performance um <sighs> But Undertale is more unique, I think. Um, the battle system alone in Undertale makes it more of an interesting prospect for me because I can play it in multiple ways. Whereas God of War is very, let's say, linear in this respect. It's not a linear game by any stretch of the imagination, but, but compared to Undertale, it is very linear. Um, I think I'm going to have to go Undertale. I can't vote any other way. Well, uh, looks like we might have our first tie of the night. <laughs> Brilliant. As I am going to go God of War at this point. Now, what that means is that Pete and I, we get to put forth one last argument. And then everyone will vote. Mm. Uh, and so see if anyone switches. Uh, ladies what? first, so you take the floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so... For me, God of War is... It's not superior to Undertale by any means. I will be happy if either of these go through. 
Um, but God of War, I feel very connected to um, because it does appeal to that kind of uh, fighty side of myself. And um, as I mentioned before, I love the uh, the father-child relationship. Um, it just it speaks very deeply um, on a level to me. And, um, and Kratos is just freaking cool. Ah, oh, as Brian reminded me, that axe, you throw it and pull it back, so satisfying. Not yeah. that fighting in Undertale isn't satisfying, it's a different kind of satisfying. But there is just a satisfying clachunk when <laughs> you pull that axe back. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's it, that's my, my argument. <sighs> my argument is uh, a couple of things. First, Firstly, how can you argue with Game of the Decade? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fair. Secondly, how can you argue with a game, an indie game nonetheless, made by less than ten people, smashing uh-huh. the mainstream culture like it has? Oh, Pete. You and, know how to get... And third, it's Undertale! <laughs> <laughs> like, the writing is impeccable, it's hilarious, it's... Uh-huh. it's it's thought-provoking. This game stuck with me for months after I played it. Yeah, I, I, I've not put the soundtrack down since I played it, and I have played it again just to hear the music. Also, Deltarune. How can you argue with Deltarune? <laughs> well, I think Deltarune needs a little bit of... It does need more time, but, obviously, but it, the fact yeah. that it's essentially a similar game, but with an entirely different... Uh, uh, battling system, which is strange to say, but this is about Undertale, not about Deltarune. Even yes. Deltarune rules. Um, yeah, you can't argue with uh, with Sans or Hell Sans. <laughs> oh darn! Uh, <laughs> all right, has that shifted any votes? Let's find out. Uh, Brian, where are you standing at this point? He makes a really good argument. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because they're both fantastic games. They're, they they're are. Both, yeah, they're both. Take, yeah, take nothing away. I love God of War as much as I yeah. love Undertale, but Undertale just yeah. takes it for me. And and I was actually looking to see if I still had it in my library. Um, I hadn't deleted it yet, and it's still there. And I, I'm adding it to my backlog of games that we've discussed that I'm going to be playing <laughs> over the break. Excellent. <laughs> um, on top of the games I have to review as well. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Oh, I'm um, far behind myself. So. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got two on here and two on my PC. I'm like, well, there's my oh, break. So. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I still, you know, God of War resonated with me very well, and it's just it's a very powerful game to me. And I'm, I'm sure if I go through playing Undertale again and actually trying to finish it, because I played a good bit of it, mm-hmm. and it just didn't grasp me as I thought it would. I just need to sit down and just play it. Um, I'm sure I probably would, would change my mind then, but I'm going to stick with God of War. Okay. Uh, not a surprise. Uh, Brent, what about you? Uh, <laughs> I know. I think, I think the arguments may have actually swayed me. I'm going to vote Undertale twice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you did. You pulled a fast one on me. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to say something here. You're changing your vote, and you're doing the uh, right thing. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I almost changed my vote. 
I got real close. I, I, I have to say, Pete, there's one sentence you said that was very persuasive. Smashing the mainstream culture. And filled me with determination. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what <laughs> got me too. Yeah. <laughs> but being that it is the little game that could, it was made with... I don't even think it was 10 people. I said um, less than 10 people because yeah, I'm not exactly like sure three. how many. Yeah. I yeah, I think it, I, three. yeah, I think Toby Fox made this mm-hmm. mostly on his own and then required he did. a couple of people he got just two, to do yep. artwork and that's it. Yep, yep. artwork and, and yep, that's right. But he made um, all the music himself. It's where the music's amazing. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, you can't take anything away from... Do you remember a single track from God of War's soundtrack over Undertale's? No, I actually thought of that. And screaming. I thought about that while you were putting forth your, your uh, discussion, Pete, and I thought, oh, I can't even actually name any of God of War's well, the music, only, and the yet only I can name one, Undertales. The only one is the main theme with that, uh, yeah. that incredible orchestra on it. And, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. stunning, absolutely, but it's a it's soundtrack. It's, yeah. Um, so on this, I think that yes, I'm going to vote Undertale. Plus, I did vote it and defended it as game of the decade. So, um, yeah, for me that's Undertale. Um, but I still love God of War very much, and it is a wonderful game. Um, but that moves Undertale into our semifinals, and the next set of games. It's going to be so difficult again. <laughs> uh, is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild versus Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, These could be so different games, could they? They're absolutely different games. Um, except they're both open world, I guess you could say yeah. that. Um, Brent, do a little quick little rundown. Uh, what to say? Uh, it's the the new Zelda game for a new generation of consoles, for a new generation of gamers. But it also kind of revitalized the series as a whole for those who have been following for years. Uh, it it really did, in my opinion, put the Switch on par from a hardcore gaming standpoint with PlayStation and Xbox. I don't think any other game has even done that since then. Um, That's really all I have to say about it. Right, I think that's good. Kylie, Uh, it's your turn to to have a quick roundup on Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption 2 made me bleed my own blood or feel my own feels. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you just quote Dodgeball there? feel my own feels and I thought nobody's going to understand what I mean so I was like I'll bleed my own blood Um, (laughs) but uh, it did it was deeply moving and the performance and I love it so much but yeah so that's my turn isn't it Uh, it's my turn to speak Uh, I'm in I'm now I know I know I know (laughs) Um, uh, Pete, you start us off with your vote. This is hard as well, because I understand the merits of Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, 
I have gone back and watched some of the story of it that I didn't get past myself whilst playing mm. it, and it's wonderful. It is truly an epic. Um, Dan Hauser really knows what he's doing with characters, and it's such a disappointment that he's now left Rockstar. Yeah. Because I wonder what's going to happen with the next GTA game or whatever they come out with next. Um, yeah. But if this is his final swan song for Rockstar as as a writer and director, what a way to bow out! Fantastic like story, uh, outdated mission structure aside, um, <laughs> it's a beautiful, vibrant world. But then again, so is Zelda, and it's got a good story to it as well when you find it. So. <laughs> Zelda, I'm afraid. Although it took me two, three times to try and try and love this game, I have well and truly loved it now. So yeah. maybe a third time's a charm for Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> I say though, you did give it, you you gave it quite a good try. Um, I, I did, yeah, and I said yeah. the exact same thing the first, <laughs> yep. like the first times I did the second time. It's I can't um, fault you for that. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah. opening, although it's magnificently done, is slow and it's quite methodical. It is, it is boring, but I loved it. Yeah. I love the ambience and the and the lead up to it, but I'm gonna stick with Zelda on this one. Um and uh okay. Brian, what what's your vote? Well, I like it I kinda agree with what he said, you know, while Red Dead Redemption two had its merits, it had its its, you know, impact on gaming. Um, the Legend of Zelda just I think it's still superior I, it's its a game I've, I still go back and play a little bit every now and then find a shrine or whatever and it's, it's just it's my favorite series of all time so I, I have to stick with Zelda <laughs> yep um, Brent have you changed your vote? <laughs> uh, no unfortunately um, I think I've already said my piece about Red Dead I don't think it would have ever been possible yeah. for it uh, but just Thinking of a game of the generation, the reason I picked Zelda Breath of the Wild was because I felt like it made the Switch generation. It made it a legitimate choice in gamers' yep. eyes. 100%. That's very true. So, I actually agree with that. So I, I feel like it meant to get further. And so I will vote for it. Well, uh, it doesn't matter what I vote. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to vote Red Dead because I got a plan. Um, I don't actually have a plan. I just wanted to <laughs> vote for Red Dead. <laughs> but it does, it's not enough to push it through to the semifinals, and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild makes it into our semifinals. Yay! Check, Give check me a the chat because you got it. Yep, I'm pulling it up right now uh, to read what our semifinals is and I'm going to paste it into my list so that I can stare at it while I'm talking okay oh wow I accidentally smushed it into the other list let's delete that okay so here we go uh, same thing we're going to just probably take a vote here um, we've got Warframe versus Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild um, we'll start uh, it's so funny. In my mind, you guys are actually sitting around a table. That's how I choose to pick on people. Uh, I wish we were. Well, they're both my picks, so can I take the first shot at it? I actually Absolutely. was going to suggest that. Yeah. This this is hard. I I just so I just kind of told you why I thought mm -hmm. 
uh, Zelda needed to move on. Mm-hmm. But is it time for me to give that up? Is the question. Ooh. But it is time for the next point on Warframe. The monetary part of Warframe. Brought it up a little bit earlier. But it is a free-to-play game. But they really take that seriously. As I said, even the Battle Pass is free. There's no premium Battle Pass. You can't buy out tiers. It's completely free. Also, their just base systems in the game. There's nothing that you could that you would pay real money for that you couldn't get for free in the game, with the exception of cosmetics. And mm-hmm. even then, there's even ways around that because you can actually trade their premium currency. It's called platinum. Mm-hmm. You can actually buy and sell things with other players, so you can get something that's valuable to someone else, sell it to them to get platinum, and then use that to buy the cosmetics. Completely free. You never have to spend a dime on the game to get exactly what you want. Might take you a little bit of work to find the thing that somebody wants and then somebody who wants it, but they have a lot of ways to go about that. You know, they have the clan system that lets you find like-minded people who would, you know, be like, hey, yeah, I'd like that. You know, you post in clan chat or whatever and make a deal. Uh, They have a trade chat, a dedicated chat just to people looking to trade things. So you could be like, hey, I've got this. I want this much for it. Somebody might reply to you and be like, sure, I'll do that. You just trade it with them. And and there's really no chance of losing an item because the trade window system is done very well, where you get two different opportunities to confirm that you actually want to trade the item for what you're getting. So you don't have to worry about being scammed or anything like that. There's also some outside-the-game resources, like the forums have a trading section if you want to just post on the forums. There's also a website called Warframe Market that you can list things that you want to sell, and people will message you and ask you how much you want for it, or or they'll just accept the price that you listed, and you just meet up in the game and trade. So I feel like it's really worthwhile to point out that Warframe is not only free-to-play, but everything in the game is free. And it's available on all the platforms. As good as Breath of the Wild is, as much as I feel like it really did do something for this generation of Nintendo consoles, it is just that. It is a $60 game even now, and it requires you to buy the new Nintendo Switch. Warframe doesn't ask either of that from you. Excellent. Excellent argument put forth. Um, That's getting clipped. <laughs> that was a great Finally, argument. Another that, monologue. Yeah, that's why I said that's getting clipped because that was amazing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Brian. Uh, <laughs> Can you think that I've been waiting for this moment? It seems that way. <laughs> I do have yeah. one more Warframe argument for the final round, just in case you're wondering. Right, okay. Well, yeah, it might tie. You never know. Yeah. Never know. Um, you too. Yeah, Brian. What how, side are you leaning on? How do you follow that? <laughs> <laughs> he puts up an amazing argument. Yeah. You know, and and if I hadn't been such a Zelda fanboy, it probably would have swayed me honestly. Because, yeah. like I said, I am currently downloading Warframe to check it out. Because uh, I am a sucker for good person shooters. I also am a teacher, so free is awesome. <laughs> so, um, but. You know, I'm still going to stick with Zelda because that's just, it's in my blood. It's its my favorite series. The Breath of the Wild is probably one of my favorite entries. 
Um, I still go back and play it. I've said that four times now, I think. <laughs> um, you know, there's just not much more I could say. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's it's one of the greatest games that have ever been made, and I'm really looking forward to how they expand on it in the sequel that we hopefully will see in the next year or two, whenever that may be. <laughs> it will. It will. Um. All right, Pete. Which direction are you leaning in? Brent put up uh, one of the greatest arguments I think for Warframe I have ever heard. I have never heard anyone talk with such passion about Warframe before. So it makes me very, very interested to at least check the game out. But I'm going by games that I have played, and I have not played Warframe. So, But it is enough to make me interested enough. So, uh, Brent, I'll give you a shout afterwards. We can maybe clan up. Um, I think that would be a good idea. But I just think the amount of variety in... uh, Breath of the Wild, like he's, like um, uh, Brian has said, he keeps going back and playing it. I have gone back since completing the main story and just gone shrine hunting or Korok seed hunting, or even though they're they're terrible. Um, uh, but just just the fact that you can just go anywhere in the world, do whatever you want at the pace that you want. There's no timer, no anything basically. It's just you and the world. Um, whilst the weapon degradation system is not my idea of fun, I think it was at least something different to change the formula of Zelda. And whilst whilst this isn't the first time that Zelda has been fully open world like this, it is definitely the way of going back to where uh, to the origins of the Zelda series with the first game. So I can't commend it enough because I love the first Zelda game. So I'm going to pick Breath of the Wild. Interesting. All right, Kylie. Your um, choice determines if you get to hear the last Warframe argument or not. <laughs> um, well, get yourself ready because I think we're about to hit a tie, but I'm going to tell you why. And then I want to hear your argument. Uh, right now, as it stands, I'm leaning towards Warframe, and here's why. We are doing Game of the Generation. And Warframe is available on all of the platforms. And Zelda is available on Switch. On two. That is a technicality. But Mm. it is kind of where I'm sitting at. So, I'm going to let Brent do his last argument and see if it pushes me over. All right. The last thing I really wanted to talk about was the lore, the story of the game. Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) You said the magic words. That's it. That's it. I know you guys haven't played it. I'm going to do my best to avoid spoilers. Yes, please. Uh, You've already got me intrigued, so avoid all spoilers. (laughs) I feel like we should stream us playing Warframe later. I do, too. So, um, when you start out, there is a lot of mystery to the game, I will admit. that A lot of that is for a reason. You are meant to discover things as you play and kind of be uh, led into this certain direction to discover those mysteries. Uh, Experiencing them yourselves are a big part of why you would play it. 
obviously you can watch other people play it. You can watch YouTube videos and whatnot that show you all the story stuff, but I would highly suggest not doing that. Experiencing it for yourself is really the best way to do it. So as you progress through the game, you learn about these different characters. You learn about their histories that can be very surprising. And the game itself actually kind of shifts through time as you play it. So even though the updates that happened would have been a certain amount of time from when you were introduced to a character back then, it's still spaced out enough when you play it now that you feel like it's a big revelation. They did a really good job of doing that, just spacing it correctly so that you didn't kind of jump in after things happened and then not really know how that all came about. You still get to experience that as a new player if you choose to do so. Like I said, you can always just watch videos and whatnot and get caught up if you so choose. And there's so much lore about the different factions of the game, not just the enemy factions, because they're actually really fleshed out as well, but the kind of um, background factions even have a lot of lore attached to them if you want to seek them out. So obviously it is a game that is essentially an MMO, so it is up to you if you want to seek out all this story and lore. There is a main quest line. And there are certain things that kind of have to happen for you to progress through the game. But other than that, everything's kind of up to you. So if you are happy with just running around, shooting things, being your awesome space ninja self, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you are interested in that kind of stuff, you can seek it out, you can find it. And I almost feel like the experience of the game itself will be changed for the better just because of that from you experiencing how these characters had a past, how they're going to have a future, how the different factions interact with each other. There's a lot of tension there that a lot of games just don't get right, but I think Warframe really does. Well... Sorry, I've... Brent, do you, want, do you want my job on this podcast? Because you do a much better job than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> As, as, as Pete let it be known, and I did too, uh, lore is a magic word for me. Uh, does it have a wiki? Uh, there's actually an in-game wiki. Oh my gosh! Even better. Um, okay. I, I have one question though, Brent. Yeah. I think this yeah. is probably one of the most important. What was the story like when the game first launched? Not now. Um... <sighs> I will admit that it was not the best when it first came out. There there really wasn't a proper tutorial. There was a lot of things that were just unknown. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of hard to wrap your head around a lot of the systems in the games. And the story itself was a little bit lacking, I would say. Mm-hmm. there It was still there. Like Story has always been a big part of Warframe, lore in particular. Every time they come out with an update, they always talk about what did we do to advance the lore? They oh, never okay. make an update to not do something with lore. Yeah. So it's always been an integral part. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought that yeah. was an important one to ask about because you're talking quite okay. heavily about lore. I just wanted to see what it was like when the game did first launch. Now, yeah. granted, when it first launched seven years ago, because yeah. it was... This- 
So it had to have fallen in that time period. You know, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Things yeah, I, were different. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I've got no yeah. complaints about that. I just... Even I, the idea of a free-to-play model was kind of new back then. It was. Oh, very, very, very. I think I remember actually downloading it when it first dropped, just out of curiosity. I actually yeah. think I did as well, but just because never got around to play it. Because it was free and all that. Yeah, I was trying to think which indie game. I want to say it was Subnautica, who's uh, oh, or something I was playing recently, even uh, whose storyline completely changed. Uh, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky did. Yeah, that uh, did in a major way. We Happy Few did. Um, Probably for the worse. I think for the worst. <laughs> I, I, for that one, I think for the worst. But it's because that was back when everyone was doing the procedurally generated stuff. Mm. And you can't really have lore, and it, that doesn't always go hand in hand. Not always. Oh, um, sure. But I, I want to say it was Monica. But anyway, uh, I think that uh, I'm definitely going to vote for Warframe because I think it's something that I am going to get into quite a bit. And that's just how that goes. And plus, I still am sticking to my original um, argument of it being available on all the platforms. Sure. Um, so I think on this one, Warframe takes the lead and well, moves on two, to the... Well, there's two votes for Warframe at the moment. Yes, it's still tied. Oh, yeah. yes. Thank you, guys. Yeah, nobody has actually <laughs> I mean, changed I, their I, vote just I, yet. As much as I'd like to say, yeah, it moves on. Let's go. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Got to be I'm diplomatic. Glad you guys caught that. I meant to go around. Yeah, I totally did on purpose just to see if you were paying attention. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I'm usually not this bad as a host, but, you know. Um, it's the end of the year. I'm uh, great. Okay. <laughs> Great, sweaty. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, Pete, okay. Have you switched your vote? <laughs> the reason why I asked the question about the law from the very beginning was because I wanted to know how it mirrored up with Zelda, uh, with the fact that. The Zelda Breath of the Wild story Sorry. can be completely oh. ignored if you want to. Yep. Zelda lore is kind I of... Warframe, I already kind of said, is essentially the same way. There's there's only one or two required story missions to yeah. progress. But that's what I mean. Like Even in Breath of the Wild, you could literally get from the Great Plateau, once you've done oh, that yeah. opening area, go straight to Ganon, and you're done. You don't have yeah. to check out any story whatsoever. Like, if you, you could go in with a Korok leaf and, and try and beat him. Uh, it would be a bad idea, but you can. Um, so, I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch my vote. Switch. I'm ah. switching to Warframe. Your <laughs> sounds interesting. I can tell that hurts. It really hurt because ah. how much uh, 2020 made me love Breath of the Wild. Alright, um, yeah, so Brian, I'll give you a shot at it. If you want to change your vote, you don't have to at all. Yeah, I know, and the more I hear you guys talking about it, the more I'm like, <laughs> man, there's so many good arguments and technicalities, and we're talking about Game of the Generation, we're talking about multi-platform, and, and yeah, Zelda is an amazing game, and it's, it is 
still my probably my favorite Switch game out of the entire library, I think. Um, but based on what we're discussing and everything else, I might end up switching my vote. I don't know. I think that's unanimous in that respect, then. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's just, I, I'm about to hopefully check this game out okay. later today. And yeah. See what it's all about. But, like, based on all the, you know, the technicalities of it, you know, this game is still supported. There's still tons of people playing it. You know, it's just kind of one of those sleeper games that, that mm. I think deserves to be covered more. Yeah. You make uh, a convincing so argument, Brent. Yeah. yeah. I just really hope that my passion is coming through. Massive. It is. I think so. Massive. That's why. Yeah. That, that's, that's why we're all... Uh, like, it hurts. To, it, it, yeah. yeah, I know. You Zelda. Can, you can but, hear it yeah. in my voice. It hurt me to say it. I, I feel like I need to go to the bathroom real quick, but. You know. <laughs> oh. um, all right. Uh, back to what I was originally saying, because totally, that was totally planned. Um, 100% uh, Warframe advances to the semifinals. No, it doesn't. It goes to the final, to the actually. final. Jeez, let's get through this then. <laughs> Um, I had I accidentally hit my bumped my mouse and it scrolled my uh, reading paper. My my (laughs) reading paper. My cue card. It scrolled it up. Kyliisms. Yes. Oh my gosh! But we're gonna do it. We're here. We're we're making it through. Mm. Um. So very quickly, let's do this. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Versus Undertale. Do we have our positions? Are we ready for a vote? I'm taking this one first because I have probably one of the greatest... I'm not even going to say that. I have one of the the arguments that could sway this one way or another. Oh, great. (laughs) Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a great game, but how many games can say that Sans is in multiple? (laughs) So I'm voting Undertale. (laughs) Wasn't that your argument the last round? <laughs> no, I, I didn't even tell you that Sans was a me costume in, in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, that's right. And he no, even he had the goddamn not. music, Megalovania, like, remixed for the game. Oh, my goodness. That's how much Undertale has meant, not only to the community, but even to Nintendo, because Toby Fox has got work from them by doing the yeah. Little Town Hero soundtrack. We won't talk about yeah. that game too much, of course. Um, <laughs> but he also made a track for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Well, we also won't talk about that one too much either. Um, but, We've got episodes over this. Yeah, but the fact that he is now on very good speaking terms with Nintendo, which is clearly what he wanted when he made an Earthbound-inspired game, can only mean that Undertale has cemented its place in gaming history. And while Smash Brothers has also done the same, and I cannot commend Sakurai and his team enough for the stupid amount of work that they put in, Undertale has to take it for me. It it left such an impression that I cannot vote any other way. Yep, I think that is a solid uh, reasoning. Um, Brian, we'll move on to you. Where is your vote? You know, I didn't even think about that because I know he had a me costume, but like the fact that they added something from Undertale to Smash yeah. Brothers, it explains just how important Undertale is to gaming history. 
you know, and and, and while it's not a game I've played yet, um, all the way through, I should say, I, I started it and played through probably about three or four hours or so. You're, you're um, quite close to the end at that point, then, because it's not <laughs> a very long game. Yeah, I just I, I don't remember exactly how far into it I got, but I do plan to restart it and just kind of do a fresh take again. Yeah. Um, you know, Smash Brothers is is also very important because of its of its uh, passion for gaming history. Like, I'm curious what the next few DLC characters are based on his explanation of appreciating gaming history, including people like Terry and you know Joker and all these other characters. Oh, I'm so glad someone mentioned Terry because I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I, oh God, this is a hard one. <laughs> I know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself saying what I said, but it, it oh yeah, you make an amazing point. <sighs> and you know, I mean, yeah, Smash Brothers music is great, but there's a marching band version of Megalovania as well as a jazz band version of Megalovania. Oh my God! And a metal oh, version of Megalovania, and a, 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 and a, probably a hip hop version as well. Oh yeah, you know it, and you know I've taught that version to my students, and they love it, and they won't stop playing it, and I, you know, I'll die on that sword, <laughs> I guess. But, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's it's been a very iconic game. They're both very iconic games, yeah. you know, and and Undertale almost permeates that that iconic mentality. I guess I know what the word I'm looking for is. So, I might be swayed towards Undertale. I Do think for your students. <laughs> I think my kids would kill me if I told them I didn't vote for Undertale. <laughs> In fact, I'm messaging myself if you don't. Oh, oh, <laughs> that might get me put on a list, I'm afraid. Um, okay, Brent, what about uh, your thoughts and feelings? Um, I think I'm still drained from the past couple monologues and trying yeah. to think of last minute arguments for Warframe. I just can't right now. Abstain. Oh, okay. You really can't even. I can't believe it. Um, Okay, so that means it comes down to me, right? I believe so. Good luck. Uh, Well, technically, Uh, not really, unless uh, Brent decides to actually weigh in at the end. Brent hasn't decided. Uh, Well, mine's quite easy. I I know which way you're going. You you don't know me. Um, I do. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, I still say uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is just—it's Super Smash Brothers is fun and it brings us all together as gamers and it's hilarious. But very much echoing what everyone else has said, Undertale made history. Um, it made many memes, uh, and yeah. it is well-known you can find you know people as young as like you know 12 13 14 quoting it all the way up to 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 my elderly age of 30. Um, (laughs) um, and i like that i like the it literally spans generations um Mm. and it the story is just sweet um, of course, you can play it. You can play it two different ways. I think technically you could probably even do three different ways and get three different endings. Um, but the sweet ending is really sweet. <laughs>
Please note, due to a technical issue, Kylie will not be heard for the rest of the episode, which is very unfortunate, as she had some very interesting things to say about our eventual winner. But please enjoy the rest of the episode from here on out. You've got one more up your sleeve. I came up with one during the last round, because I abstained, so I didn't have to think about voting, and I've got... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's playing the power tactics here. All right. This is where he starts. I'm going to start off by addressing the competitor, Undertale. Great game. Inspired by a great game. There's a lot of passion from that team. But without DLC and without significant changes to the game, how many times can you really play through it? How many hours are you really going to get enjoyment out of it? Will it be in the running in even just the next year for anything? Uh, I'll answer uh, those questions. That might yes, actually yes, be a plus yes. for it. Just, just putting that out there. Now on to Warframe. You've heard my passionate uh, words about the game. The last thing I want to bring up is the team that made the game and how passionate they are. It's a small team. Not as small as Undertale's team, obviously. But it is still an indie studio. It is a self-published game. They have their own servers. They don't... They don't even have like publishing partnerships with different consoles or whatever. Um, Like on PC, you can play it through Steam or through the Epic Game Store. You don't have to choose. You can pick whichever you want. The team, I've grown to really get to know because of their streams almost every weekday, even during lockdown, even streaming from home. You have uh, the lead community manager, Rebecca Ford was on Orbs 30 under 30 list because of how much she's done for the game. She's the one that goes to conventions and talks about the game. She does a very good job of it. You have uh, Megan Everett is the community lead for the Xbox side of things, um, which is the platform that I play on. And she's so funny. I know that she loves corn she eats corn almost every day. She has a, a costume where she dresses up like a corn cob, and she'll do that for streams. She'll show up to conventions like that. She doesn't even care. <laughs> then you have you have the actual developers. You have uh, Steve Sinclair as the lead guy. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he got all these great people together, how he was able to create this great game. He'll do his own personal Twitch stream sometimes when like updates come out and he'll just talk to you about things coming out in the update and what was hard and what they think is going to be a good part of the game. And then there'll be like a like while they're launching it, there'll be like a bug pop up and he's like, all right, hold on a minute. And you can see him typing away as he fixes the code. Then you have Scott, who um he doesn't, he doesn't talk a lot during the dev streams and stuff, but in the background behind him is an old 1930s Dodge truck that he's restoring. And he has his own YouTube channel where he shows you how he goes about the restoration process. And the fact that he can do that and still work on Warframe really shows you that they don't have crunch. They've already taken their Christmas break. Friday was the last day that they worked until the new year. They get like a full two weeks for Christmas. That the community there is just awesome. 
they recently did a, a dev stream where they talked about the new update and the sounds that they put into the game. And the sound designer was talking about how they're in lockdown and they can't go record things. So how are we going to get sounds? And they figured it out. They recorded their dog like eating food and put that in the game as one of the monster sounds. <laughs> like, there's personal things that have That's gone awesome. into this game. This is the sound designer's dog is now the official sound of an enemy in the game. It is just so personal. And it in it's there's just passion everywhere. Like the even like outside of the team there, they have a great community contributor program that really doesn't alienate anyone. Like even like fan artists are now featured. And with every time they have these streams, almost every weekday, they raid one of these people. And you can you can experience other people's passion with this game. And if you really want to, they have their own convention each year called TennoCon that you can go to. They had to switch it up this year, obviously. They didn't have a physical convention, but they had an online convention. And they had all these great community contributors host these different segments of the, of the convention. So they had like a, a full-on art show with all kinds of different fan art. They had... Uh, a trivia contest that you could win prizes and they've even really gotten themselves on board with charity they've run multiple charity events this year they chose a, a the cancer center as their um, charity of choice and they set a goal to raise two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for them and they just blew that out of the water they ended up getting almost a million dollars to donate by just having these streams and having these creators show their passion for the game and ask for donations. They had some little extra bits that if you hit certain milestones, they would put things in the game for all the players to enjoy. So they have like breast cancer awareness badges you could put on your Warframes was one of the goals. They've given us like boost weekends. So there'd be like a, a double money weekend or a double XP weekend for donating and right now, there's an event going on they call Tinnobomb, where you gift items to friends, clanmates, strangers, whoever, and every gift translates to a donation to getting toys to children's hospitals. And then if the community as a whole sends enough gifts, then they give us a gift. So we just got a three-day credit booster. So instead of making just a weekend of double credits, it'll be the next time you log in, you'll get a booster for the next three days will be your double double money. So if you can't play on the weekend, but you're off for a couple days before Christmas, you can still take advantage of it. It is just amazing the amount of passion that has gone into the game from all sides, from the players, community creators, developers, the community team, I just really feel like it deserves to be game of the generation. It's been there from the beginning of the generation. It's still there now. They still have a roadmap for 2021 and beyond. They've already announced the next Warframe will be the first kind of update in the new year for consoles. It's already out on PC. People are already enjoying it on PC. But it takes a while for the certification process on consoles, unfortunately. How can I beat that? 
<laughs> how can how, honestly? How can anyone beat that? I have I, no idea. Just just look at the chat. How can you deny that guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's your argument. <laughs> no, it's not my argument. It was just a way to try and cut the tension away from that incredible argument that you just made. <laughs> Image of a shopkeeper that's always stoned. So, um, Brent obviously talked about the incredible merits that Warframe has with its community, its developers, how incredibly involved that they are with charity donations and everything like that. I can't argue against that because everything that they've been doing with the community is fantastic. I can't argue it at all. However, Undertale is just pure enjoyment from start to finish. It is a game first and foremost, and the community comes does come second, but they are very much active in the in the help that you know that they give Toby with his uh, his next game. You know, it, this game has obviously um, touched a lot of people in a massive way that they have obviously created Deltarune as a result of it, it within the same universe. Um, it enabled Toby Fox to be able to distribute this game for free. You know, he dropped it. Just let people enjoy it. Let's word of mouth spread and just went about his day. He could have easily charged a lot of money for what he gave. But he didn't. He gave it to the community for nothing. So, uh, like with Warframe, yes, there are monetization in there. Or he obviously gets his money from soundtrack sales, which is obviously his more more of his bread and butter. You know, he wants he wants his music to go further than his games, which I can completely understand considering his work with Nintendo over the past couple of years. But that's not to take away from the fact that he is an excellent programmer and a brilliant story writer. This game has done more things to to absolutely screw with my emotions than any other game has ever it ever done in in all of history. This made me laugh. This made me cry. This made me, you know, this made me sit in a dark room for hours on end contemplating this this whole story i i don't think i've ever been so engrossed with a game in my life you know and i've i love mario games like there's no law to that game but this game is more impactful than even my favorite series of all time and this has now re- probably replaced it as my favorite game of all time i can't speak any highly than i already have throughout the entirety of the of the rounds already it is wonderful. It's a masterstroke in storytelling, humor, heart, determination, everything. I can't argue about the community side of things with, uh, with Warframe because that doesn't matter when it comes to the, the bare brunt of the situation, which is the game itself. And the game is one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah, we got our work out for us. Uh. <laughs> I, hope I, I do have one one more little tidbit. Um, I will say that Undertale did already win an award on this show. And before today, I don't know if Warframe had even been talked about. Not that that really means that it should get any more recognition <laughs> than the other, but <laughs> I, I just thought it was worth noting. To, I, I agree with you, and I think 
talking about it as impassioned as you have done today gives our listeners enough of a reason to want to check it out. I mean, you've got you've got three people on this podcast to want to download it again. Who, doggy? Um, <laughs> you guys both put amazing arguments into each of your games, and I, I just love the passion that y'all have for for these games. Like, like I was looking at some stuff about about Undertale, and I even just went to their website, and they have a three hour orchestral concert on their website from August. Uh, I would recommend every minute of that is amazing. And I already want to on payday. I'm gonna I'm gonna order the vinyl soundtrack that I just saw too because I'm a oh. vinyl snob, and I I love the soundtrack of, of Undertale. And one, one of the respect, best. Respect. Huh? It's one of the best that I've ever heard. Absolutely, and I, and I respect Toby Toby's talent and his drive and his music and just like i said like i've taught my kids one of his songs <laughs> you know this game is so iconic and it's it's transcended just a game into pop culture their merch is all over the place you know and, and like, like you said earlier about new japan you know kenny omega used him and continues to you know support that and and you know it's just such a great game based on its impact on culture, you know, and, and I, while I haven't finished it, I understand and respect how important it is to gaming culture. And then with, for Warframe from, from his argument, like, Oh my God, like I can't wait to dig into this game later. And, and, um, everything that they've done for their community and how they support it. And, you know, free is always better than any, any dollar amount. And then the fact that it's continually, um, supported, and all that is it's the fact that it's still alive yeah i was actually googling i saw when you google it it says like is warframe a dead game and one of the things said well actually no (laughs) you know and and, they they had their most concurrent users at tinocon this year yeah and and their their website of course of course their website is gonna gonna try and sell it but like 50 million people still playing a game that's been around for a hot minute like that's yeah that's that's a huge deal you know and and this decision is incredibly difficult <laughs> yeah i take i take nothing away from the fact that a game that's seven years especially with a live service game has still going is quite impressive well and on that undertale came out five years ago i think right? uh 2016 four years ago so yeah. and it, we're still talking about these games today even with the next generation stuff coming up you know i mean <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly, honestly, I think, man, <laughs> I'm leaning towards Warframe because I just think it deserves to be talked about. You know what I mean? Like it deserves a spotlight. It deserves to be, you know, more appreciated than I think it is. How many? How many finals can we get? In that? <laughs> Final fights. Well, the obligatory Undertale vote from me. You were so... Honestly, Brent, no. You were so close from making me change. That's huge. (laughs) I just don't even know what to say anymore. (laughs) I don't think you can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've said more than enough to convince us. Yeah, I've poured out my heart and soul to, to, to try to get it to this point. You know, blood and sweat, and I can feel the tears coming. 
I'm shocked too. <laughs> I, I'm not. You're not shocked, really? No, because I saw in our DMs with you discussing this game how passionate you were about putting this in the game of the year alone. That I knew this was going to go far. I just didn't think it would go as far as winning the whole thing. I saw a quote that said, "Like, yeah, there's so many great AAA titles out there, but how many games were so memorable as the indie titles out there? And look at what our final two games are. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect quote. My smile's as big as Sands right now. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> look, if I was putting odds on this when we were first putting it together, I would have put at least a four to one on Warframe to win. I used to work as a bookie. I'm not disappointed. We all fought a good fight for our games, and it was very well done. But obviously, uh, the man who's going to be clipped puts up the best fight. Does. The Warframe at some point together. Oh, agreed. maybe that's why I didn't have any monologues or any clippable things last week because I was saving them all for this time. There you go. Yep, definitely. Yep. Over the Christmas period, we'll get together. Like whilst we're down. off, we can just sit down and play some Warframe. About to download it on all the systems. Okay, what's the best system? So it doesn't currently have cross-progression, but it is something that they're working on. Does it have cross-play, though? That, that'll that be the next step after cross-progression. Okay. So which would you recommend? Well, it depends on what you're looking for more than anything, I think. Because on Switch, you've got portability. You can't really replicate that in any way other than possibly streaming it from an Xbox through the xCloud service. Oh, yeah. Um, but if you just really want to play it portable, I would suggest the Switch. Um, if you're looking for the latest content that you get before everyone else, that's going to be PC. They always get their updates just a couple weeks before consoles. I mean, that makes sense because of certification. and uh, right. Yeah, there's been a couple times where they've had simultaneous launches, but generally speaking, the PC updates come out before consoles. And then in the case of like this time, this update came out right before Christmas, so it's probably going to be longer than just a couple weeks before consoles get the new sure. update. Um, Did you play it on PC? In there. But I personally play it on Xbox. I Good choice. Well, Xbox, Xbox has the accessibility options that, that really fit for me personally. Um, but I think from a technical standpoint, other than that, I don't think there's a big difference between Xbox and PlayStation. There's been a few hiccups over the years with updates coming slightly later on PlayStation and Switch sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if you are just up in the air on those two, I would just slightly eke out Xbox because they've never had trouble with their certification process on Xbox and getting it out when they say it's going to be out. Uh, other than that, that's really all I can say. You know, okay. If you want to play with me, you're going to have to play on Xbox. 
uh, X. Yes. I'm fine with oh, that. Me. Yep. We're all Xbox here, so. Who the blooming heck does Xbox just win off, as we said about Xbox? Kylie. <laughs> Don't worry about it. There definitely was not me. <laughs> See, I'm used to Kylie doing this quite a lot. Um, you can find me on Twitter at RHO underscore TODA 1898. Um, I've got Massey106 on my Xbox, Rotata12 on my PlayStation, spelled like my Twitter. And um, I write for y'all and Mike Tendo 64 and my Switch is also Rotata12. Um, and you'll hear me screaming at band, I mean, teaching band kids um, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Um, I generally go by Apophis1989 on Twitter, Xbox, etc. My Twitch is a little different. It's just Apophis89. Maybe I should stream some Warframe now. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also write for Rapid Reviews. Hopefully my uh, first one to be published will come out probably around the end of the year, if not first next year and i already have some existing reviews and articles available over at mentalhealthgaming.com in the near future you'll probably find me taking a nap because i am so tired after all this <laughs> and then in the future of that replacing me as the as the host of this show <laughs> i think that's gonna have to wait for a next year change i, I need a little okay. bit uh well i'm mainly on only one place uh which is twitter and uh, you can follow me at Pete Beckett one which is the number one on Twitter. But uh, I actually haven't said much about, obviously, where you can find me on uh, gaming platforms. So uh, you can find you can find me on PSN uh, Tendo underscore Pete. Uh, I am I go by Donny Be Good on uh, on the Switch because references, of course. I know. And I'm not telling you what my Xbox Live name is because it's a horrific mess from years and years and years ago. But it, uh, I might as well just say it. it's what a wreck. <laughs> and that's W-O-T for what. And w- <laughs> W-R-E-K-K for wreck because I'm such an edgy boy. <laughs> I was 17 at the time, okay? That has, that's got me through the, the 360, the Xbox One, and we'll go on to my Series X. Yep, just one last thing. Please check out our Xmas giveaway. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of good stuff in there. There's no Warframe stuff in there, though. Well, you need to reach out for next year. <laughs> yeah, on the, uh, you can contact us on Twitter at rrradiopod, or you can email us podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. <laughs>